Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1319, air date September 14th, 2023. First of all, welcome everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Um, I want to welcome all the new people, all of our existing warriors. We have people uh, from all over the world. Um, I see that really nice uh, thing that Tony's got behind down in New Zealand, uh, behind his uh uh, picture there. I want to just, you know, sort of, if I were to cut to the chase, if you didn't want to watch a whole thing, and if I told you what you should do, because our movement is really about action, um, everyone should, first of all, go get a bumper sticker, shivaforpresident.com. Why? Because all of us work for a living. We're not sort of, you know, fooling around. But what's great about these bumper stickers, you go to Shiva for President, get them, they're less than five bucks or five bucks. You put them on the back of your windshield. A hundred thousand people per day see them. Um, this is true social media. The other thing you can do is you can go to Shiva for President. You can download one of these flyers. And I'll talk about this because the flyer really on the left column gives you the problem and the right column gives you a solution. But most importantly, you can hand out these flyers uh, to your friends, family, anyone. And we'll co come to that. But let me just sort of jump right in. Um, the agenda for today is John plays some videos. He sort of uh, gave you an overview of sort of the ground rules um, because we want to run an efficient um, session here. This is truly an educational session that we do um, every Thursdays. We do it at 11 and we do it at 8. We have different topics. Um, at 11 a.m. today, we did um, a talk on the real causes of gun violence. It was a summary version. We have a workshop. So if you guys are really interested to go beyond left or right, beyond you know conservative or liberal to understand what is a real cause, um, I recommend you go watch that video and also take the workshop. Today, we're going to talk about um, in our environment health uh, town hall series um, about environment, particular environmental pollution. And there's an area of pollution that's rarely discussed, which is noise pollution. Okay. Um, it causes a lot of damage to people. Um, it causes significant damage to your cardiometabolic function, which very, very few researchers have talked about, which means what it causes to your heart, diabetes, obesity, et cetera. So we're going to talk about that today. And um, um, and again, you're not going to get this kind of content anywhere because we take a systems approach. We're going to talk about economic systems. We're going to talk about at the molecular system level. We're going to talk about environmental systems. We're going to put it all together. And we're, when you're done with this, you'll get a systems-based view of what's going on. And um, it'll really uh, give you some uh, very practical things you can do. But most importantly, it'll give you a way to look at the world from a systems perspective. Um, and just to give you sort of an overview for the new people who are joining us, um, let me sort of uh, jump into this, right? Um, at 8 p.m., you know, to around, you know, 9.30, we really run the town hall on Thursdays at 8. And the way our town hall is run is when I launched our campaign, we wanted to really address real issues. So you will hear other of these stupid, quote unquote, presidential candidates say, I'm going to do this for healthcare after I get elected. I'm going to do this for the environment after I get elected. I'm going to do this for education after I get elected. I'm going to do this for innovation and so on. Um, first of all, or I'm going to fix this. None of these guys have ever fixed anything. Most of them are lawyers. Most of them are, all of them are scumbags. And you can watch my videos to understand why. 
Uh, but fundamentally, they don't care about you at a very fundamental level. They have no solutions. What they have are sound bites. Okay. They watch what our movement is doing. They say, wow, people are really interested in this. Let's go soundbite that. And they literally tell their puppets what to do. But when our entire movement is when you come to our town halls, you're going to really learn something. Then you're going to be able to teach other people something and you're going to walk away with some tangible information. And the way we do it is every other Thursday, we do one of these six topics. Healthcare is what we did last Thursday. And by the way, that was the third cycle of it, which is almost our 20th week now we've been doing this. Okay. So um, today we're going to do our third cycle on environment. Next Thursday, we'll do education, innovation, governance, and economy. Now, all of these, I mean, there's other factors, but these six factors are deeply connected to your health. Um, they affect your stress. And why is stress important? Because when you have high levels of stress, what's been happening in the United States is the life expectancy in the United States has been going wackadoodle. All right. So the gray line here represents the life expectancy of other industrialized nations since about 1980. And then you can see what's been going on to the United States since 1980. It's been going the other direction in the last 10 years. It's been going like that. Okay. No other campaign is talking about this. And if they do, they're talking about it because we're talking about it, but it's not central to their campaign. When you look at the slide in system science or in basic business, um, this red line would be a cause for serious alarm. It's called a key performance indicator. So this is a life expectancy curve over time. And as you can see, this is not something that just occurred in the last two years. This has been going on since 1980. And by the way, you can, if you look at this curve, it's the, the concavity of this curve is also going in this direction, which means this curve is also going to go here, which means the rest of the world is going to follow the United States. So all of these factors have con contributed to this. So don't think, oh my God, it's a vaccine. Nope. It's a whole bunch of things. It's stress, income inequality, pollution, air pollution, chemical pollution. It's a fact that the big pharma and insurance have taken over all of our healthcare systems. It's all variety of things, but do not get lost. It's any one system. We're going to consider one of those systems today. And by the way, if you want to perpetuate this curve and it's, um, so your child, by the way, is going to have a shorter lifespan than you. And that's why our flyer says, you know, the lesser of two evils is killing your children. So every election cycle, people say, well, you know, and people say now, oh, Dr. Shiva, I agree with everything you're saying, but you know, things are very urgent today. I got to vote for Trump. Oh, I got to vote for blah, blah, blah. Because right now, that's what I got to do. And every cycle, they've been doing that. And that's what you get. The lesser of two evils has led to that curve. So what does that lead you to? You need a systems overhaul. A systems overhaul. You're not going to fix this by voting for the next idiot the next Republican or Democrat, we need a systems overhaul. They, the 0.001%, do not care about a systems overhaul. They want to perpetuate this by design. We, working people, the 8 billion of us, what I call the everyone, 
actually cares about a systems overhaul. Now, a lot of very naive people who don't want to get off their butts and actually go out and build a movement, because that's the only thing way this is going to change, say, why are you attacking everyone, Dr. Shiva? Remember, 8 billion of us is everyone. People on this phone call is everyone. The 10 or 20 of those, wherever you are in the world, that always get projected to run for politics is not everyone. We must bash them. We must expose them because they're the ones who are behind these results, okay? And you must bash them with viciousness and with the most important four-letter words that you can find. And don't let anyone constrain your language. If they attempt to constrain your language, tell them to go fuck off. Because those people who are telling you to constrain your language have no idea of the evil nature of these people. And many of them think they know how to build a movement. Well, they haven't built anything. They just have these theoretical ideas. Well, I agree with what you're saying, Dr. Shiva, but if you said it this way, dot, 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 I think you could win more people. It's never worked, guys. We're not here to win and massage our thing to win over those people who are never going to do anything. We want to find those people who are willing to overcome not only the obvious establishment, but specifically the not so obvious establishment like Booby fucking Kennedy and Trump and all these guys. They're the real problems. Trump just 24 hours ago, because of our tweeting, my tweeting, where we've been exposing Trump, he's a guy who didn't fire Fauci. Everyone knows that I ran and created the fire Fauci campaign in 2020. We delivered 120,000 signatures to Trump to fire him in May of 2020. And it is our movement, which has been relentless in exposing the singular fact that 12 hours before Trump left the White House on January 19, 2021, he gave Fauci a presidential commendation award for Operation Warp Speed. Okay. So, uh, Megan Kelly, and don't give her any credit either. She's just another swarm whore. Okay. She didn't say anything to Trump for three years, but because we're exposing this, she suddenly asked Trump, Hey, why didn't you fire Fauci? Why did you give him a commendation award? And his answer was interesting. John, you want to read what he said? He said, Uh, uh, Oh, I don't remember giving him the commendation award. I don't know who gave it to him. That's what he said. It's on the stationary White House commendation award by Donald Trump, January 19th. So you have a guy who all these Trumpers think he's a leader. He doesn't even know who he's giving commendation awards to. Come on. So the lesson of this is you don't want to be like Charlie Brown who keeps running down to think one day Lucy's going to help them kick the ball, and she never does, if you read the Charlie Brown cartoon. And that's the example of people thinking they're going to vote for the lesser of two evils. It's not going to happen, guys. So that's a background that I wanted to share before I go into our discussion. As many of you know, you know, I'm a system scientist. We interconnect the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Why are we here today? Our goal here is singular. It is to empower you. Again, it's about you. It's about empowering you to think, to fight, and to heal. To think, to fight, and to heal. It's about you. It's about empowering you to do that for yourself, your children, your community. Individually, at an individual level and collectively, and that's how we unleash a systems overhaul. Does that make sense? 
We're not going to change this by some top-down person saying, do this, do this, do this, vote for me. Ain't going to happen. Look what's been happening. Boom. It's not going to change. So if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, you know what that is, right? That's called insanity. You have to do something different. The only person motivated and the only group of people motivated to talk about this curve right now on the planet Earth is us working people, our campaign for truth, freedom, and health. No one wants to talk about this curve. And by the way, this curve is not done by me. It's done by the biggest insurance company in the world. You know why they're getting ready for this? They're going to want to not insure people. All right? That's why they're doing this analysis. Our movement is the only movement on the planet Earth which is making this front and center. Our movement is the only movement that has created these flyers. So you can make it front and center. You can go to shivaforpresident.com and download these flyers and educate the public. No other movement is doing that. All right? We're the only ones doing that. And tonight, our movement is the only movement which is going to educate you on one of those environmental factors. And we last week, we did GMOs. And the week before, we did something else. What will I do as president? And by the way, the only way someone like us is ever going to get elected president is through a bottoms-up movement. What will I do as president? What will I do differently? Nothing. I will do these same Zoom calls every day, every Thursday. But instead of 147 people, we'll have 8 billion people on this call. And we will educate those 8 billion people how to shatter the swarm, bottoms up. Because the presidency is corrupt, the legislature is corrupt, the judiciary is corrupt. We have to unleash a bottoms up movement. So we're not here to bullshit people. Oh, when I get elected, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Uh Uh-uh. When I get elected, I'm going to do the same freaking thing I've been doing for 50 years, mobilizing a bottoms up movement. That's the only way that the world changes. But I'll have a bigger megaphone. And running for office we have a very big megaphone. When we ran for office in 2020, we're the ones who exposed Fauci. We're the ones who exposed the election systems. We're the ones who discovered the backdoor portal to Twitter. They don't expect an engineer or scientist, guys like who actually work for a living, to run for office. And we find their shit, we expose it. So that was a victory. The victory is, you know, Marianne Barry getting this and taking the course and becoming a, a leader. That's one razor cut to them. The, the victory is Javier Perez in New York getting this. Another razor cut to them. We're going to destroy them by a thousand razor cuts. It's not going to happen by some Trump coming in, the Messiah coming in on something. It ain't going to happen, guys. It's going to happen by each one of us hitting them everywhere we can. And the weaponry we've made right now, very practical, is go get one of these bumper stickers. This is a big fuck you to them. I figured you out. Go download this flyer. Go steal a printer if you want to. Go use your printer. Go to your library. Print out as many as you can. Your public libraries. And get these out. It's a very powerful weapon. Simple one-page piece of paper. Elon Musk can't control this. Mark Zuckerberg can't control this. It's really up to you. It's in your full control. Okay? So let's talk about science, engineering, biology, um, on a very important environmental factor. All right, let me jump into this. And, um, you know, we have about 150 people on this call. Share these town halls with all your friends. They should all get educated. And we make this 
freely accessible. All right, everyone gets to see this. Share it with more people. All right, so let me jump right into this. All right, so that's the background. Let's um, talk about this. We're going to talk about environment today, okay? I actually, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how to eat foods on a budget. So this is noise exposure, okay? You can see here if you, if you want to. You can't see anything, can you? Okay. So what is noise exposure? Now, the axis here is done in two things, decibels and actually uh, pascals, okay? Sound pressure. Um, and the left side is outdoor noise and the right side is indoor noise. A, a jet flying over about 300 meters, you know, if you live near a major airport, 300 meters around 1,200 feet, about a quarter of a mile up, is the same as a rock band playing about, you know, 15 feet away from you, okay? Um, a gas, and that's about six, uh, 110 uh, decibels or 6 million um, uh, micropascals, okay? You can say, see the same thing with the gas lawnmowers around 2 million or 100 decibels. Um, a food blender, you know, your blending food is around 90. Uh, your garbage disposal is around 80 decibels, right? Um, and uh, you have to be able to hear, if you go look at the bottom of the graph, between anywhere between 0 to 10 decibels to hear anything. At nighttime, if you're out in the woods or a farm, that's around between 20 to 30 decibels. Your bedroom at night should be around that. A concert hall background's around that. And anyway, you get all the in-between. So this gives you an idea of noise levels. Obviously, you live, uh, you go to listen to a rock band, and most people should wear some type of earplugs if you're doing that, all right? Um, or if you're flying over, if you live in a neighborhood where a jet flies over. And this is another way of looking at it also. The threshold of pain um, is around 120 to 130. So if you're living, you know, and you hear uh, 747 take off all the time, or rock band, or you're living on a major highway where heavy truck or jackhammer is getting there, you're at the threshold of pain on your ear, okay? And then obviously there's a rural setting. And this is done over a 24-hour uh, period, okay? All right. Um, some other interesting numbers. If you look, you know, uh, morning is the blue, afternoon is the saffron, and uh, evening is the uh, gray. You'll notice, obviously, uh, in the evening, by and large, the sound levels go down, uh, except on, interesting, on Sundays, okay? Sunday evenings, weekend sound, it looks like the sound levels go up on the weekends, okay? And also on Saturdays, right? But, um, and also, interesting enough, on Wednesdays, interesting statistic, okay? Um, what I want to talk about today is, you know, one of the areas, number one cause of death in the world, next to medical events that take place and bad, uh, uh, misdiagnosed medicines they give you is hypertension, right? Heart. And what you can see here is there's a direct correlation between the decibel levels and the increase in heart disease and hypertension. Okay. So traffic noise is on the x-axis and you're looking at, um, uh, you know, the weighted average of road time noise and traffic noise. But bottom line is there's a clear uh, association as you increase the decibels of noise you're going to get an increased proclivity for heart disease. And you can see the 80 to 90 decibel range corresponds, if you go back here, if you're constantly around, you know, heavy traffic constantly, right? Jackhammers, 
um, uh, or medium trucks or heavy trucks, right? If you, if you, this is essentially traffic noise. If you're consistently at it between the 70 to 90 decibel range, you're going to get much, much higher proclivity of, um, heart disease, uh, hypertension. So this made me really want to understand why. Okay. So we understand there's noise. There's varying levels of noise. And this research clearly shows that noise is associated with health issues. All right. How does this occur? Let's go down to your, one of the important systems you have in your body right now is called your HPA, hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. Uh, it's a fascinating thing. You know, in many systems of traditional medicine, put a lot of emphasis on kidney. Chinese and Indian medicine, particularly Chinese medicine, say, take care of your yang, okay, your kidneys. Above your kidneys are something called adrenal glands. And they're the ones that give you your, in Chinese medicine, your jing, okay, to be strong, you know. Um, and as you age, your jing energy goes down because people are blowing out their adrenals. Okay. If you see people with very, very dark circles around their eyes, it's adrenal failure. You're not getting enough sleep, et cetera. So above your kidneys are the adrenal glands. Um, your pituitary in your brain connects to your adrenals through uh, a, a um, chemical called ACTH. Okay. And that is connected to your hypothalamus. When you get an environmental stressor or what's called the flight or fight response, right? Something's happening that's scary, right? Some, I don't know, some guy comes at you with a knife. That uh, creates a fight or flight response. Your body hypothalamus will communicate to your pituitary, which sends ACTH, okay? Which then communicates your adrenals and your adrenals release cortisol, which is the thing that's a flight or fight response. If you're constantly under flight or fight response, you're going to get adrenal fatigue, okay? So the exposure to various, you know, noises, traffic, um, contributes to your cardiovascular and your cerebral neuronal activation. Uh, and I'm going to get very detailed into this. Um, and it relates to the work that I've published on. Now, the noise actually activates the HPA axis. If you want to take notes and you want to educate others, you can write HPA axis, hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. It literally runs right down your system, right? Your brain, your pituitary, and right down into your uh, back of your back, your adrenals. Okay. All right. So the noise activates the HPA axis and your sympathetic nervous system, which increases levels of hormones. And those hormones, I'm going to walk you through this very slowly, releases something called um, ROS, reactive oxygen species. It's called oxidizing agents. Your body starts to age. It starts to rust. Okay. And it also causes vasoconstrictors. Um, some of you may know there's a drug that they created called Viagra. Viagra is a vasodilator, right? It dilates your blood vessels so blood rushes through, i.e. the reason that they created Viagra, okay? Because it releases nitric oxide. It releases nitric oxide using a chemical 
And you may want to write this down called ENOS, E-N-O-S, endothelial nitric oxide synthase. And I've done a lot of research on this. So when you run and you exercise in a positive way, your body releases ENOS and your vessels dilate. And it's very healthy for you, right? When you're all afraid, your vessels constrict and your body cuts off, shunts off the release of nitric oxide. Not good. Well, I'm going to show you at a very detailed level that noise pollution activates the HPA access and boom, you start constricting your blood vessels. You go into flight or fight response, right? Makes common sense. And guess what happens? You affect your capillaries, your entire blood function in your body. All right. So that's the HPA axis, okay? Hypothalamus, pituitary, adrenals. That's on a big level. Now we're going to sort of zoom in on this step-by-step step, so you understand. So this is the HPA system. All right. Um, now, the noise, when you hear noise at those levels, induces your body to go into inflammation. It stimulates a release of these reactive oxygen species that leads to cerebral, both brain and cardiovascular damage. And specifically, the noise leads to the release of endothelial nitric oxide synthase and also NNOS. And what that does, it impairs your cardiometabolic function. Now, this diagram, I'm going to go through this. This is a research that I published. Wow, it's nearly 10 years old, 12 years old now. We did some of the fundamental research, which shows how nitric oxide gets released, how it increases NO. No one had done this before. And this is, you know, my work as a working scientist doing this. Okay. Original research. I'll come, come back to this. All right. So that's a background. Why is this important? Why should we care? But first of all, from an environmental level, the reason you should care is that environmental exposure outcompetes, which means does greater harm to you than even genetic issues. And it's as bad as the levels of obesity and diabetes. So environmental exposure to these pollutants results in um, you know, health issues equivalent to obesity and diabetes. So it's pretty big. And pollution right now is the largest environmental cause of disease and premature death in the in the world today. Now, the disease, now when I say pollution, I'm talking about everything, air, noise, et cetera. And the diseases caused by pollution are responsible for around 8 million premature deaths, which means people are dying early, getting back to that curve. Remember, I said there's many factors in this curve. It's not any one thing. And it contributes around 16% of all deaths worldwide, three times more than AIDS, tuberculosis, and malaria combined. Bill Gates doesn't give a fuck about noise pollution because he wants to go and solve malaria so him and all of the elites can actually take over Africa. Don't think he's going to Africa to help the blacks. The billionaires want to go, Africa is their next, you know, it's their next uh, big West. They're cleaning up Africa, not to help the black Africans so they could go have their next big wilderness and their next big, that's where they're doing it. Um, but noise, air, all these pollutions cause three times more deaths than AIDS, tuberculosis, and malaria combined, okay? And you don't hear about this that much at all. 
just to give you the level of this, okay? Um, by the way, noise pollution ranks second to air pollution. And all of these forms of pollution contribute, it's a very interesting number here, 260 million man years of disability. 268 million man years. 254 million of those man years are uh, life lost. The other 14 million are where people are living disabled, okay? That's a pretty big number. 268 million, uh, you know, uh, annually. So think about that. So what that means is if you take 8 billion people, what is 1% is uh, eight. 80 million. So 3%. So out of the 8 billion people, 3% of the Earth's population, which is the size of the entire United States, globally, um, that many people are losing life because of that annually. Okay. Now, with respect to the disability, as I mentioned, noise pollution ranks second and outcompetes, you know, when people talk about lead and ozone and dioxins. So it's a pretty big issue. It's not a small number. Um, the interesting thing is they don't mention noise. It's not even mentioned in any of the global health action plans. They talk about climate change and CO2. CO2 doesn't kill people, by the way. Um, and traffic noise exposure um, contributes, as I mentioned, to heart disease, hypertension, heart failure, and therefore to all of global mortality. And what we're so now, so that's a big picture. And the noise. Now we're going to go to the systems level at the molecular level, induces your body to not create ENOS, endothelial nitric oxide synthase, ENOS. So if you want to impress your friends, say, look, you know, when you get noise pollution, your body, it impairs its creation of ENOS. And you're going to learn why ENOS is important. ENOS is a very important enzyme. Enzymes are things that catalyze reactions in your body, okay? So that's the background. So let me now give you a little bit of, um, many of you know that you're not going to find any of these presidential candidates, A, who works for a living, B, who actually gets his hand and does research. Everything I'm going to share with you now is actual original research that I've done and published in the number one journals in the world. It took us five years to publish this stuff. Ask yourself, is any one of these presidential candidates know anything about what we're talking about tonight? Can they even articulate this to you? Can they explain this to you? Now, wouldn't it be nice to have a presidential candidate who could reach 8 billion people talking like this? Don't you deserve that? Or you deserve a fucking moron like Trump who says, oh, I, I don't know who gave uh, Fauci the presidential commendation award. Do you want a fucking idiot like this brown nose fucker? Vivek, the snake, who takes $5 million from his friends at Harvard and goes and buys, right, a drug from the biggest pharma company, which was a failed drug, gets his mama to write a bogus analysis, and then they take that drug public for Alzheimer's. That's what he did. Take it public, make billions of dollars, and then the stock crashes 99% when he knows it never worked. These are the kind of fucking people they're giving us, guys. 
And then those people get visibility overnight on national media. When we're the ones who did all the fucking work in 2020 and we saved millions and millions of people's lives, who the fuck do you deserve? You should be fucking angry. And that's why I'm telling you, download this fucking flyer and get it out. This is going offline. You deserve someone like me to lead because I'm one of you. And that's why I'm so pissed off. And that's why you must call these people the most vicious fucking four-letter names you can find because they're evil fucking people. They will not educate anyone with this knowledge. They've never done any work. They're bullshitters, and that's all they do. They play golf. They hang out with their friends. They do not work for a living. They spend 99.99% of their time learning how to fucking bullshit you. And they steal our work. They're crooks. Tomorrow, you'll see Booby fucking Kennedy says, yes, noise pollution causes problems. He'll do a fucking video on it. And he steals all of our shit. And I'm sure there's some, because we know the Kennedy fucking people come here, they literally wait three days and they take our stuff and they use it. But none of them will articulate this. None of them will teach us because they don't love you. They're not one of us. They just want to see us die. They want to see your children die. What is love? Love is ultimately, do you do the right thing at the right time? And do you say the right thing at the right time? Not when it's popular. Do you educate people? And that's what our movement does. So if you want to love somebody, tell the fucking truth. And don't crit critique them about their cursing. Tell them to shut the fuck up. You must teach your kids how to curse, please, at the right people. You're not you're doing a disservice if you don't do that. Okay. So let's go back to the education here. So in 2020, 20, 2003, something very important took place in the field of biology. We learned that biologists don't know what the fuck they're doing. That's what happened. You see, in 1993, biologists were all hunting genes. And they were all given Nobel Prizes to go, oh, go find the gene which causes diabetes. Go find the gene which causes leukemia. So they would take billions of dollars into their labs. Oh, I'm going to go find this gene. So when the Human Genome Project, and you can see right here, started in 1990, people thought a human being must have like a million genes. It was, you know, why did they say that? Because they knew a worm only had 20,000 genes, Okay. So they said, oh, this little worm, this little dinky worm only has 20,000 genes. Humans, look how amazingly, quote unquote, smart we are. We must have a million genes. Well, they come hunting for genes, you know? It's like going to the jungle, hunting for genes, right? And every year that went by, the Genome Project started in 1990. By 2003, they found we only have 20,000 genes. The reason every one of you today should become a truth, freedom, and health warrior and take the foundations of systems course, because if you do, you will have more knowledge than any of these PhDs in any of the fields of biology included. Why do I say that? You see, none of these people took a systems approach. What is a systems approach? 
if I gave you um, 10 marbles, 10 marbles, and I said, Javier, here's 10 marbles, and I said, here's a bunch of string. And I said, Javier, connect these marbles together. Well, Javier, you may connect them in a nice circle, right? And say, oh, Dr. Shiva, here's a bracelet for you, right? Um, Marianne may just connect them in a straight line, you know, and hang it on the wall. That's a different kind of connection. Um, Jewel might take it, all those 10, and connect every marble to the other nine marbles. So you'd get something that looks like a very complicated spider's web. You follow me? A very complicated structure. What's the difference between these three structures? Well, um, Marianne's structure is a very simple one. Same 10 marbles. Javier's is a little more circle, a little more complex a circle. But Jules is very complex, right? What has changed? Not the number of marbles, but the number of interconnections. That's called system science. Get it? So you just learn more than 99% of fucking MDs know about this concept. The average MD doesn't know the ankle bones connected to the foot bone. They don't know when you have a liver issue, there's something that's going to affect your eyes. Eastern medicine knows that. A friend of ours had conjunctivitis here. And I said, Ken, you got to clean up your liver. If you have skin issues, go to your liver. The liver is a detoxifying organ. If it can't detoxify, it's going to use your eyes and your skin. You see? Systems people know this. Most MDs don't. They're made to be dumb. But Jewel, when he connected all those up, he, he understands interconnections. So biologists, again, dumb. They thought, oh, I'm going to, more genes? Like, basically saying the more, the number of marbles, the more complexity. So if I gave Marianne a thousand marbles and she still connected it by a straight line, that's not as complex as the structure Jewel created. Get it? 10 marbles, much more complex. So it turns out we have the same number of genes as a worm. So what makes human beings different? It's the interconnections between those marbles. And those interconnections are called molecular pathways. So it was only in 2003, 20 years ago. Remember, DNA was discovered in 1950s. It was after 80 years for hunting for genes, right? Or whatever, 70 years. People say, wait a minute, it's not the genes, it's the interconnections. So what does that lead us to? That leads us to a very important view that a worm and a human being have the same number of genes. The reason a human being is more complicated is it's the interconnections between the genes, the proteins, much more complex molecular pathways, okay? So this led biology in 2003 to say, shit, we need to map out these interconnections and imagine if we could mathematically model it. And that's when I came back to MIT, 2003, because many of you know I love medicine, but I went through three previous degrees and I came back to do my PhD because people had put forward this, the NSF National Science Foundation had put forward what they call the impossible challenge, was could you 
mathematically model on the computer all of these molecular pathways on the computer. Because if you could do that, you could eliminate the need for animal testing, right? Because you could, you don't have to go poke stuff into animals. You could figure out what happens on the computer. You could test new medicines, discover new things. And that's when I came back to MIT and that's what I created. I solved that problem. Okay. Email was thought to be impossible, but Cytosolve is a technology I created. And by the way, anyone who know what this guy Walter Isaacson is? Anyone know? Okay. Well, Elon Musk, the, another douchebag, had Walter Isaacson, who used to be the former head of the Wall Street Journal, the former head of Time Magazine, the former head of the Aspen Institute, which is the biggest neoliberal organization on the planet, which is like this with the WEF. And Walter Isaacson always comes in as a PR guy to write books about people. So he did like the uh, the book on um, Steve Jobs. He did the book on Elon Musk, you know, trying to make him look like he's some great genius. You see, it's all one big PR exercise. Walter Isaacson in 19, sorry, 2011, when my invention of email went into the Smithsonian and it created a fabricated controversy, people couldn't believe that I invented email as a 14-year-old kid, even though the facts are black and white. I was called all sorts of names because I didn't promote it in 1978. Walter Isaacson gets called in to write a book called The Innovators of the Digital Revolution. And he leaves email out of the whole discussion. And all the people who created anything are all white people, okay? Walter Isaacson is a neoliberal racist. And he doesn't want to acknowledge that the fact that innovation occurs anytime, anyplace by anybody. But when I created Cytosolve, people at MIT thought it was an impossible problem. Just like when I was at that small medical college, people didn't think you could create email. So the reason I share that with you is I've been fighting impossible odds all my life. So this is not just theory to me. And for most of you, it's not theory because all of you have had to fight impossible odds. And I say that because when they say that, are you going to do a systems overhaul and change the, change the system? Yeah, we're going to do that. And that's what Truth Freedom Health is. Email was considered impossible. Cytosol was considered impossible. And overhauling the system is considered impossible. But we're going to do that. But Truth Freedom and Health is a collective exercise. But Cytosol was an amazing invention. And what was Cytosol? Cytosol was the ability to understand this and recognize that if you're going to model the entire body, it's not just about genes. You have to figure out a way to take the whole human cell and understand all the chemical reactions and compute that. And by the way, this is just one chemical pathway. This is what a molecular pathway looks like. Someone may spend 50 years just discovering this. This may be one little molecular pathway. These are called ball and stick diagrams. You don't have to worry about the details. I don't want to um, make it too complicated, but you may spend 50 years trying to figure out how these 15 or so molecules work together. This little molecular system may be one piece of something that's involved in cancer. You follow? And like this, there's many, many, many pathways all over the world right now as we speak. By the time this conversation's over, 
probably 100 to 200 new scientific papers will be written where some guy is discovering one of these, okay? So the issue is, can you combine all these together to mathematically compute something as complicated as a human cell? And that's what I did for my PhD work in four years between 2003 to seven. And when we created Cytosolve, it took me another four years to get it published because no one believed you could solve a problem like this. And that was that paper. And then it took us, so that's 2012. Then it took us another 11 years to validate this. And today we have a revolutionary technology that can solve every disease on the planet without killing animals. Now, most of my friends say, Dr. Shiva, why the fuck are you doing this political shit? Go do that. But you see, you can't go do that science without, which is truth, without also fighting for freedom and health. You see what I'm saying? So when you get to the level that I've been <clears throat> forced to get at, you realize I don't have the luxury of being just a scientist. I got to do it all. You have to do it all. You have to learn how to be a scientist. That's what we train you, system science, to think. You have to learn how to fight, get on the ground, and you have to take care of your health. Truth, freedom, health. Think, fight, and heal, okay? So literally, my day will be, I'll write a paper like this, and Jason will tell you, then I'll get on, do one of these talks, and then I got to make sure I take care of my health, okay? Truth, freedom, health. All right. Um, so, um, so, Cytosol, and by the way, this is the way they create their drugs. They take a compound, they test in a test tube, kill a bunch of animals for five years, then they do testing on humans, and only 20% of their drugs even make it through this. And most of the drugs that come out fail. All right? Cytosol allows us not to go kill animals. You see, we can do all of this on the computer. And that's how we build airplanes, right? We don't simply take a pilot and throw them in an airplane, right? So, and over the last 16 years, I've created an entire engine to be able to go after every disease on the planet. And we have an approach to doing this. You know, we work with biotech companies. Pharma companies don't want to work with us. I try to work with them because we'll find out their drugs don't work. All right. So what I want to talk about is now, so that's a background, but I want to talk about nitric oxide synthase. And by the way, I hope um, everything is understandable. Yes? All right. So this is research that I uh, was uh, one of the main researchers on that was done at MIT, Brigham, Harvard Medical School, and King's College. And we were looking at nitric oxide. Nitric oxide, there was, a, I think, a Time Magazine article about uh, 10 or 15 years ago and it said nitric oxide is the most important molecule of the century. You want your body to produce proper levels of nitric oxide. If you do, you have great health, okay? So how does a body produce nitric oxide? How does it do that? How does all those chemical reactions come together? Well, no one really knew until we did this research, okay? People had ideas. They could sort of talk about it, but they didn't really know. And what do I mean by that? So... If you, I want you to follow this very carefully. Don't be alarmed at this diagram. I'm going to walk through it very slowly. Okay, what you're seeing here 
is, you know, your body has all these blood vessels, okay? And you're looking at a little capillary. Capillaries where blood flows through, okay? So you think about the capillary as a tunnel of like cars driving through, okay? And the cars here are your red blood cells that are gushing through that capillary. And when blood flows through, if your blood flows good, your body will release nitric oxide and will vasodilate, relax your blood cells so you don't have hypertension, okay? Got it? Well, how, when does your body run blood through the arteries? Well, when you exercise, you walk, you run, your body will move blood through your arteries, right? And your veins and your capillaries. Well, when you exercise and blood flows through, in the presence of an important molecule called arginine, which you can find in meat, certain vegetables, right? It's a very important amino acid. So you got to have two things. You got to move blood through the arteries and you have to have arginine. When those two things are present, your body will release endothelial nitric oxide synthase. And when your body releases that, your body will convert arginine, which is this amino acid, to citrulline and nitric oxide. And that relaxes your blood vessels. You don't get hypertension. Got it? I'll repeat that again. You go for a jog. You've eaten, I don't know, a little turkey. You got arginine in your blood. Your body will release nitric enos. And enos will help catalyze, convert arginine to citrulline and nitric oxide synthase. Okay? And people have known this for many, many years. But how does this occur? So now, think about what I'm talking about. The swarm, the elites pass policy, so poor people have to live next to traffic. Rich people get to live on a beautiful ocean, okay? But they pack poor people into these 15-minute cities where there's lots and lots of traffic, okay? That policy is going to affect their biology. And that's what we're talking about. So... You want nitric oxide to, re to release, you're relaxed, you don't get heart disease, you don't get hypertension. Now, how does this happen? And that's what our research was interested in. If you notice, this capillary has these little hexagonal little things. It's like uh, if you have your bathroom tiles, right? Go to your bathroom or you know, you'll see tiles on your floor. Those tiles are a very specific kind of cell called endothelial cells, endothelial. Your body has about 300 different kinds of cells, okay? Your body has around 300 different kinds of cells, um, hepatic cells in your liver, endothelial cells in your arteries, epithelial cells in your lungs, okay? And you have 300 different kinds of cells. Now, endothelial cells are very important cells. They are the covering of your arteries. They're the covering of your capillaries. So if you are driving through, imagine you being a car and you're driving through one of your capillaries and you looked around at the surface, it would be composed of these things called endothelial cells. Got it? 
So when blood flows, it's touching those endothelial cells. So what does it do when blood flows? It's fascinating. It turns out sticking out of the surface. So if you think about, you have your tile here, your endothelial, sticking out of this are these little tree structures called the glycocalyx. The glycocalyx was only discovered about 10 years ago. And I'll show you a picture of it here. The glycocalyx is the structure right here. If you can see, everyone see? Michael, can you see my, me? okay? So here is, I'm looking at one cell here, which is one surface. And this is an endothelial cell. On the surface of it is this glycocalyx right here. When blood flows, guess what happens? The Christmas tree starts waving, starts moving from the blood flow. Got it? And when the Christmas tree shakes, the quote-unquote, the roots of that tree, it's called mechanotransduction. Mechanical action releases a chemical entity. It's quite interesting. And so glycocalyx releases, guess what? Endothelial nitric oxide synthase, this. And that in the presence of arginine results in in. NO. So if you want to, think, to, to educate your friends, write this word down, endothelial dysfunction. If you want to have good heart health, have good endothelial function. If those cells are working beautifully, the glycocalyx is there and it can move blood flow, you're going to have great heart health. You're going to live long. But if you cover up that Christmas tree with snow, with calcification, you're not going to get endothelial function, okay? Got it? So it's basically you want to plow the streets, sort of say. You want to keep your, you know, your surface clean so your every the blood can see your Christmas tree and it shakes. And what I mapped out with others for my part of my PhD work and with our colleagues is we mapped out every molecular pathway that's involved at the molecular level. It's a lot of work because there's many, many people having these little ball and stick diagrams, okay? People at Harvard did some work. People at Stanford did some work. People in New Zealand did some work. Everyone did little pieces of the puzzle. And this is what the swarm wants. The elites just want people to do little pieces. They don't want anyone to come to put it all together. Well, I put it all together. But we couldn't have put it all together because it's too complex without cytosol. And we put it all together, we were able to actually mathematically predict how much ENOS would get created. Okay, so this curve, behind this curve, that curve is computed by our technology without killing not one animal. And that curve is predicting how much of that ENOS will get created over time. Is this true? Because we're saying, I'm using the computer. You should say, wait, wait a minute. It's a computer model. Is it true? Does Dr. Shiva's technology work? So we then went into the lab. In fact, Andrew Koo did this work. He went into the physical lab at Harvard. And he really actually now did it in the wet lab, right? So we're doing it on the computer. He literally sent blood flow and he measured it. And voila, that's the orange lines. It's quite impressive. So our mathematical model matched the in vitro results. Everyone see that? 
And same here. Until we had done this work, no one believed we could do this kind of complex modeling. And then boom, we published it in one of the leading number two journal in the world. So anyone who has, you know, by the way, there's so many grifters out there. They just say random shit and they can't defend it. This is what you call real science. We had to do the work. Then we had to do the model. Then we had to do the physical experiment. And we had to say, did the experiment match what we predicted? It does. And this was done by Cytosol. Our movement has an unfair advantage. We have Cytosol behind us. The government doesn't have it. We have it. Okay? Think about what I'm saying. I'm saying we have a technology. And by the way, with Cytosol, we can do things faster and cheaper than Stanford or Yale or MIT can. All those guys. And it's decentralized. So what you're seeing there is, so we have conclusively shown that when you run and you exercise, endothelial nitric oxide synthase is released. And we've shown exactly how it releases nitric oxide. Get it? So what happens if you fuck up ENOS? That's a technical question. <laughs> what happens if you impair your body's ability to release endothelial nitric oxide synthase? Right? What's going to happen? You're not going to release nitric oxide. Your body's not going to be able to get vasodilation and you're going to get hypertension. Get it? And what the research shows is when you have too much noise pollution through the HPA access, guess what? It's choking ENOS. But our research shows exactly what it does, okay? So how does that do that? Let me show you. And this is some very good work. This is not our work, so I want to... I always like to credit people who did the work, unlike other people who steal work, okay? Uh, this was done by Dahlber et al. And uh, this was done over in Germany. And what they said was oxidative stress and inflammation contribute to traffic noise-induced vascular and cere cerebral dysfunction via uncoupling nitric oxide synthase. So this research shows that when you have noise, it decouples ENOS. Okay, I'm going to walk you through it. Don't get, I'll walk you through the step-by-step, step, so don't be confused. Let's start. Everyone can see my cursor here? Yes? Okay, so here's noise. And they did this with animals, mammals. So when you have a lot of loud noise, and they did it over um, 24 hours, um, and so here's your brain, and your brain gets activated. That's the astrocytes. And so you get sleep disturbance up here, and you get the stress response. And what does the stress response do? Your body affects your hypothalamus, affects your pituitary, and your body starts releasing all these horrible chemicals, okay? So the noise comes in, you disturb your sleep, and the stress, stress response activates reactive oxygen species. And you notice here, it says HPA activation. It releases neural inflammation, which means your brain gets inflamed, and your body starts releasing all these cortisols, which result in endothelial dysfunction. We're going to walk through how it does this. But at a high level, your brain hears this noise. The sound waves affect your hypothalamus right here. 
your pituitary, and boom, you start releasing these compounds, RAAs and endothelin-1, all right? And what do they do? Okay, so again, the noise here, HPA activation. Now you know what that is. Cortisol gets released. Adrenaline gets released, right? Dopamine. And RAAS activation takes place. And this release, this releases in direct release of stress hormones. And these stress hormones start vasoconstricting your arteries, your um, uh, uh, vasculature, right? Your capillaries. And it occur and so people have noticed all of these chemicals. These are the markers. You notice one of them is enos in your heart. It affects your lungs. And specifically, it affects your arteries right here. So this is what happens. So you have enos here. And I just walked you through all that. So the direct effects of, of this noise releases neural, neuronal activation. It affects enos. Now, the research that we just did, that I did about 10 years ago, goes to the details. But what these guys found was it affects enos. So now we have a we know what occurs, what I just shared with you downstream of Enos, but they've shown it decouples Enos. So it says there's a di direct effects of stress hormones on oxidative stress. So what happens here is Enos here should be produced, right? So you have blood flow, Enos gets produced. But what happened, what happens is right here, these reactive oxygen species uncouple Enos. To put it simply, your body hears all this noise. It starts producing these reactive oxygen species, which stop ENOS from activating itself to produce nitric oxide. Got it? That's what's going on. So we'll come back to this diagram, but think about what I've just walked you through. And by the way, what I want to share with you is that where the noise level is the highest? in the poorest neighborhoods, in the biggest urban centers, particularly noise levels are four times more among black communities, all right? Black communities, uh, poor white communities have the highest levels of hypertension and cardi cardiovascular disease. You follow what I'm saying? Income inequality, which is what the swarm has created, leads to people getting more exposed to noise pollution in those areas. And so there's a direct factor of those people with much higher amounts of noise pollution directly. So that policy directly affects the release of endothelial nitric oxide synthase. So now you could go to any of these stupid politicians and tell them, hey, what are you going to do about uh, the decoupling of endothelial nitric oxide synthase? You'll say, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, you can say, yeah, you don't know what the fuck I'm saying. But that's what they're doing. Their policies are directly affecting the decoupling of endothelial nitric oxide synthase, which is one of the most important molecules to your cardiovascular health. You guys see what I'm saying? Their policies of the swarm directly affect what's going on at the biochemical level in your body. And that is why, when you put the puzzle all together, why I did that swarm video 
and why, in spite of all the shadow banning that they do, it got out to, you know, about 40 million people. And everyone here should share the shit out of that video, okay? Share it to everyone. It's your job. But if you go right now to, if all of you go to shivaforpresident.com, I'll go there. And right at this website, we've made it easy for you. So we don't want to, now we've identified the problem. What can you do? We'll go to the free downloads. It's free. And here is the flyer. Download it. Print it out. Go to your library. Abuse the hell out of the library printer. Print out as much as you can. Let them yell at you. Okay, it doesn't matter. Go buy a friend's printer. Use a printer. Print it out in black and white. And the lesser of two evils is killing your children because their policies have contributed to that curve. And one of the reasons that life expectancy is going down is noise pollution. And I just walked you through it. But the most important thing you can take away from this is their policies, their actual policies have contributed to biological changes in your body. Does that make sense? Their policies of lockdowns contributed to depression, contributed to loneliness. And that loneliness up-regulated CRT1 molecules. I could do another whole video on this. Your body stopped creating its own antivirals, increased inflammatory molecules. They freaking killed people from lockdowns. And who was behind them? Donald fucking Trump. And Booby fucking Kennedy promoted lockdowns the so-called guy for medical freedom. Do you understand their policies, what they promoted using their megaphones, directly contributed to a biomolecular change in your body? Do you follow what I'm saying? This is not theory. What they did affected your biology. They are to blame. It is them against us. Don't compromise with them. Don't give them one fucking inch because booby fucking Kennedy was flying Falcons. He's hanging out in Malibu on his beach. And by the way, after we attacked him, that he's a fuck Falconeer, okay? Now, then he did a video hanging out with turkeys with little kids. That's what he did. Go look at his site. He's a douchebag. They got to act like they're the common people because they're not common people. They have to go act it. Right, they say, okay, now I'm going to act like I'm a common person lifting weights. They're not one of us. Because if they were one of us, they would be handing out these flyers every freaking day, which is what our movement does. Because we actually care about one of us, which is us. So that's my discussion today on the environment. What have you learned today? You've learned about the molecular system. You've learned about the HPA axis. You've learned about endothelial nitric oxide synthase. You've learned about the glycocalyx. You've learned about how, when you get noise, how it affects releases reactive oxygen species, how it uncouples ENOS, decoupling takes place, how it fucks you up, and all your friends up who live near these high traffic areas and noise, typically poor people, typically people of color or poor white people, okay? People of all socioeconomic backgrounds. And that's why the curve is going down. One of the reasons. But you've learned all that. 
in about an hour. And the knowledge you've gotten here is an integration of computer science, computational systems biology, molecular systems theory, uh, endothelial. <laughs> you can't get this anywhere, guys. Please make sure that you invite at least 10 other freaking people to learn this, okay? It's your freaking duty. Don't be selfish with this knowledge. Get it out there. No one else is going to do this. You can't get this video at MIT. You can't get this at Yale. You can't get this on the fucking, from fucking fucker Carlson. You can't. And what did we get paid for doing this? Zero. But everyone here should share this knowledge. Because we're educating people. We're not dumbifying stuff. We're not doing a fucking soundbite. No, I have more respect for you guys. Study it, learn it, go back and forth on the video, study this. Our movement's about educating people to make you guys as smart as any one of those guys. You take this knowledge, you can go challenge any type of politician. You can go challenge a cardiovascular cardiologist. You see what we're doing with this movement? This movement's about you. And we have to grow this movement. You owe it to yourselves. So what do you do now? Well, in closing the town hall, this is what you got to do. You have Jules got his T-shirt, Dr. Shiva. He wears that T-shirt. He works, you know, Jules is a full-time worker. How many people see that when he wears it? A lot of people. Go this is the lazy man's way. Go get one of these. Go get 10 of them, 20 of them. Put it on the back of your windshield. But if you get 10 of them, I keep saying this, please do not just give it to your friend. Don't do that. Most people are freaking lazy. Oh, thank you, uh, Jim, for sharing that wonderful bumper sticker. And they'll leave it on their dining room table. And you'll go, oh, well, how come you haven't put it on? Oh, well, I'm going to get around it. They won't. If you're going to get one of these bumper stickers for your friend, you grab him by the ear and you walk over to his car and you say, look, I'm going to give this to you under one condition for free that we're going to put it on your car. Okay. Don't give it to people. Have them take responsibility. Give them a flyer. Explain what they're doing. That's called activism. You do that to one person, you're doing God's work. That's what we got to do, one by one by one. If we get 10,000 people putting out 1,000 of these flyers over the next 400 days, that's 10 million flyers. You've had pretty much one out of 10 people in the United States. Now do it globally. You follow what I'm saying? And then invite those people to this open house because you're denying them all this knowledge. That's what we got to do, guys. I can only do so much. I'm running for president, putting ourselves out there. But you guys got to get on the freaking ground. Get people to these open houses. We made it easy. Go to the flyer and I'll review the flyer with you. Okay. How is this flyer structured? This flyer is a, is a weapon. First of all, it says Dr. Shiva for president. When you hand this out and one of those booby fucking people sees it, they're looking at me like, what the fuck? Then you're saying the lesser of two evils. Don't vote for any of these fools. And then you're giving them the graph. 
This the left side of this flyer is the problem. Your child is going to, is has a shorter lifespan than you. And the most important part of this flyer is this very very important thing right here. It says we need a systems overhaul which demands a bottoms up movement. And you're going to have to explain that to them. You're going to have to say, "Look, if you keep doing this moron and you think, "Oh, well Dr. Shiva's running as an independent, independents don't win." You have to slap some upside the head. However way you decide to do that, it's up to you, okay? But you have to say, no, if you keep doing that, you're going to keep doing this. That's called insanity. This is a problem. Who is causing this problem? They can scan this barcode in and go right to the Shatter the Swarm video. They will know who is the enemy within 15 minutes. Then you have to give them the solution. You see, 50%, 50%. 50%, you know, the stick 50% the carrot. What's a carrot? Well, go watch a campaign video. You'll understand who our movement is and that Dr. Shiva is one of us. You'll understand that you better become a truth, freedom, and health warrior because you need to learn systems training. And then finally, come to our open house. You're going to learn a lot. You know, I learned the decoupling of endothelial nitric oxide synthase. Okay. It's pretty easy, guys, what we put together. It's taken me 59 years to do this. And you guys are can take this out in, you know, 59 minutes. That's what we got to do. It's all done. We got to explosively grow this movement. But we have to do it. It's not going to happen overnight. But if enough of us do it, as I shared in one of the videos, there's the S curve, right? First, it's slow, slow. And at a certain point, it goes up like that. Okay? So... In closing, I hope this is valuable. Um, we'll open it up to some questions. Um, let me also emphasize to all of you that this was, you know, next week we will take another topic. And I just want to let you know that, um, again, we're not waiting to win the presidency. Then I'm going to do something for you. We're already doing it right now, right? So next week we're going to do education. And we'll have a topic on education. You'll learn with a practical skill. And that's what we do. So invite as many friends as you want here. But every one of you, there's 140 of you here. If each one of you guys invited 10 people, and if only two of them showed up, you'd have 280 people. And those 280 people do that. You get 1,000 people and 10,000 people. You see what that works? And it's all up to you. Because they shadow ban us. And by the way, we normally stream this video out. We decided not to do that anymore. John will do a small thing, inviting them to come here, right? So this is a special event for us. So let's uh, take some questions. What we want to do is I want to take maybe five or 10 questions, um, but we want to make sure we have enough time to introduce some incredible new people that have joined here. We want to take 30 seconds to a minute to in introduce new people. I want to take maybe four good questions on what I just shared, noise, pollution, environment, and this, okay? And please, in the interest and, and respect to other people, please keep the question on this topic. Let's go to Kim Fisher first in Seattle. Go ahead, Kim. Uh, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, Kim, go ahead. Okay. Um yeah, uh, thanks, Dr. Shiva. Love all your podcasts or, you know, the 
instruction things. <laughs> anyway, I live uh, I live by myself, and um, a lot of my friends live by themselves, and we all like the TV on or some sort of background noise. And you know, I'm just curious. What do you think about that? Is that like a psychotic thing? Maybe it is. I don't know. Well, if you think, well, so think about, um, it's a very good question, right? Um, human beings, Kim, are supposed, we're social beings, right? A lot of people who live alone will ultimately get dogs or cats, right? We'll have some animals, right? Um, the interesting thing about, li there's living alone and being alone. Do you know what I'm saying, Kim? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I do have, uh, you know, friends. So th there's saying. that. Yeah. Now, during the lockdowns, people were actually restricted. They couldn't even go out and meet people. Right. So you may live alone, but you're not lonely. Right. You have friends, you have community, et cetera. Right. Now, I think there's a natural inclination when you're alone. You like hearing some sound. Maybe if you're with your partner, they're breathing. Right. Um or noise right so there's certain yeah and i uh you know i had uh, i i had an only son and you know the whole household you know pets and the child and everything right. uh were great and then that's all gone now so i i replace it with background noise and i think that's what some of my friends do and, yeah, you, so i don't but, think i don't think that kind of ambient noise is bad per se okay if it, um you know what i'm trying to say um, what we're talking about is loud, continuous noise, Kim. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, you're living... I, I get you. Yeah. yeah. So if you're living next to, I mean, this is the case where it's between that, if you saw that hypertension curve, because the sound literally affects a series of pathways. So think about someone who lives in a neighborhood where they're literally over a 747 flying over. Okay. Lots of people around here, uh, yeah, are live under the flight path, and they say they get used to it. And I never, you know, I I lived in a place once with some jet noise, and I couldn't stand it. We, I, oh, I was oh, like, oh, this we is, need to move. <laughs> yeah. So when you, when you know, in one of the systems health, in our course, uh, there's a very interesting phenomenon called homeostasis and allostasis, Kim. Have you ever heard homeostasis? No, I haven't. So your body, so homeostasis is where your body should be, natural balance, okay? So for example, your body temperature, right? Your hypothalamus knows how to maintain your temperature. It's called homeostasis. All right? That's like your natural state where your body should be. Now, uh -huh. allostasis is a very interesting phenomenon that occurs when people are under stress. Okay. If you're stressed out, your body actually moves to a different stage and you get used to it. You think that's normal, Kim, but it's actually an abnormal state. It's called allostasis. Think about someone who should, you know, ideal body weight, let's say is 180 pounds, right? But over years, they get to being about 400 pounds. I'm giving an extreme example, right? Mm -hmm. They may say, Kim, I feel great. You know, I'm 400 pounds. I feel fine. And, you know, it's a little bit hard, but I've gotten used to it, right? Their body has gotten to a new set point. Doesn't mean that's healthy for them, Kim. You follow what I'm saying? 
Oh, yeah, I do. That's called allostasis. It's a different state. You may get, quote unquote, used to it, but it doesn't mean that is normal, that is healthy. All right? You may live with someone who drives you crazy or someone who beats the hell out of you. Oh, I've gotten used to that person beating me up every once every three days. That's just the way it is. All right? Got used to lots of verbal fighting, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to say, but I'm saying getting used to something doesn't mean it is healthy. All right. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Okay. All right. Again, on this topic, let's go to Paul Car Carhuff. Hi, Dr. Shiva. Uh, yeah, I just have a, a question um, about arthritis. If you could do a video sometime about, because I've got arthritis in my feet. I've had this problem for a long time, and it's just getting really bad. I'm like 53, and it, I, I don't, I'm doing microgreens. I'm growing microgreens and making green drinks, so I'm fermenting cabbage and you know, kombucha and trying to eat healthy. And um, it's just actually still just getting worse, you know, on my hips and my knees. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a longer discussion. I can do one. Just be aware, okay, that um, a lot of the people promoting these green drinks, drink green, drink green, drink green. Every green product is not good for you, okay? Paul, um, okay. you have to be careful with greens, all right? Green vegetables, particularly certain types of greens, have oxalates in them, oxalic acid. Yeah, and I have a problem with gout. Yes, if I eat spinach, my hands will blow up immediately. That's for me because it has solanine in it, all right? What is? What does? Spinach. Oh, okay. spinach, yeah. So what I'm saying, not all greens for all people are good. All right? So there's a lot of people on these health kicks. It's the right medicine for the right person at the right time. And many of these green drinks, they throw all sorts of shit in it because they think more is better. It's not true. So traditional systems of medicine always try to figure out what's right for you, Okay. So just be aware that inflammatory response can take place with some of these green vegetables, what you think you're doing to help yourself. One of the best things you can do, and this is a longer discussion, is it's good to keep a food diary, okay? Okay. And figure out what are the things that are causing you inflammatory response, all right? Uh -huh. There's something to be said for the fact that... Um, Inflammation, right, is caused when, so from the system standpoint, your kidneys, again, are the water element from Chinese and Indian medicine. The fire element, right, when you, what is inflammation? Fire, okay? When your adrenals, your kidney element and your adrenals are weakened, you inhibit your body to control your fire element, okay? Putting it into Western terms, kidney element is adrenals, fire element is inflammation. 
All right. Okay. So you want to do a little bit of research, those things that support kidneys. Okay. Don't, don't just suddenly start eating good food, random stuff. Support things that support, make sure you're getting good sleep. Jing. Okay. If you're wearing yourself out, you're going to get inflammation because inflammation is typically coming when you have your cortisol doesn't know how to control itself. Okay. Oh, okay. Right? I'm just giving you the system's perspective on it. Yeah. So I'm your own detective. The other important thing to understand is that there are things, the warming foods, if you're eating a lot of cold foods, raw vegetables are not good for certain body types. If you cool your body too much, you're putting out your fire. Meaning okay. the ability of your jing element, okay? Some of the bone broth soups, bone soups are very valuable for your adrenals. Huh. All right? So okay. just consider uh, every Tom, Dick, and Harry is now becoming a health expert. I help do cleanses. I help do this. I help do that. Yeah. You haven't studied yeah. the system's approach. So you're giving people advice, but you don't understand how the body is a system. Okay? Well, I've also been taking a lot of liposomal vitamin C, D3, K2, glutathione, and the knack. It's in pill form. It's not. Yeah, I'm I'm saying you may want to go to it. And this is, just, I mean, I, I, you may want to do a simpler, very simple diet for a while. Okay? And then. Okay. Figuring out those things that advance it and not, and you'll figure it out. Okay. But you want to really support your kidneys. Okay. Your adrenals. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And um, that's, that's what, you know, warming foods. You eat a lot of cold foods? No, I actually prefer warm food. That's good. Okay. Where, where do you live? Arkansas right yeah. now. Yeah, when the if the, if it gets cold there the winter time, right? You also have to learn how to eat with the seasons a little bit, okay? Yeah, uh, yeah, I like the crock pot in the winter. <laughs> very, very valuable, right? But it's also what you put in there, okay? Yeah. But there's two types of arthritis, right? There's rheumatoid arthritis, there's osteoarthritis, there's autoimmune, and you can start learning how to control these, right? But you have to learn how to use the your body your system tool will help you a lot understand these dynamics. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to start taking that one. Yep. It's it's all included in the warrior piece. We give it away. So Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Yep. All right. Any other questions? We'll take uh it's 10 11. We have let's go to um Yosef Philly. Go ahead, Yosef. What's your question, Yosef? Hi, Yosef. Doctor hey, Dr. Shiva, can you hear me? Yep. What's the question? How you doing? My question is um me and my wife live in an apartment, you know, outside Philadelphia in the suburbs. But like, basically, uh, this person downstairs plays loud music constantly. And my wife, like you were saying, like it wasn't just like the the news poison. It's the person downstairs, and we actually can hear his entire conversation. So like her her eyes are like you said are like this, and and she's using this stuff to put on her eyes, and she she has an autoimmune disease. Could that all be because of that stress? You know what I mean? Because like noise, noise pollution. We, you know, you know, your ears are very, very sensitive and different people's ears are more sensitive than others. But the noise, if you look at what I just shared with you, yeah. hypothalamus pituitary adrenals. If you look at your kidneys, there's these two little organs above them called the adrenals. Adrenal fatigue, okay, um, is 
can be disastrous to people, okay? So you want to, again, um, most Americans are have adrenal fatigue, okay? Because we live a very, very stressful life in the United States. Okay. And so if your wife is hearing that music all freaking day, especially when it's late, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, it's going to affect your sleep patterns because there's something called your circadian rhythms, your circadian physiology. And she's going to have to, you're going to have to find some ways either to wear those noise ca- canceling headphones, right? Or send a letter, talk to your landlord, right? We did all those things. They didn't, they didn't help us or the noise or the headphones, but the guy ended up moving out, but it was during co- during the, the pandemic, like you said. So for two years, we had to deal with that. You know what I mean? And, uh, she had like a, a psoriasis and she ended up taking this cream, Dr. Shiva. I'm so happy I got to meet you and getting to know your movement. And she went blind in her eye because of it. So I was trying to tell her not to take the, you know, the vaccine. And yeah, all so, these- so, so think about what you just said. Liver and eyes are connected. Okay. Liver cirrhosis. Okay. So liver, skin and eyes are connected. Ankle bones connected to the foot bone. If your liver is working well and you don't have fatty liver, these or think about the liver as like the carburetor being congested. Your your body is very smart. It says, shit, he's clogged up my liver. I got it because your liver is a cleansing organ. Then it's going to use your secondary organ, which is your skin. Okay. okay. That's why people get all these skin issues. And then it also affects your eyes. So if you have eye skin issues, you know, look to your liver. Okay. Oh no, the the cream that she was taking for her psoriasis, like you said, Doctor Shiva, like you talk about pharmaceuticals, it ended up making her go blind in her eye, and that's what I was trying to. What I'm saying is, but you see the connection: cirrhosis, liver, eyes. Yeah, thank you. These three systems are connected. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I'm I'm doing the body system with Emily, so I appreciate you doing what you're doing, Doctor Shiva. I'm out there all the time telling people because we need to help people out because that yeah. noise pollution is very there, bad there's a advanced course mm-hmm. i created system self which is where all this came from we used to teach it here i just don't have time to do it anymore uh, but it it teaches people chinese medicine and teaches people these interconnections okay. but i wish okay. you know all you guys because the idea is ultimately each one of you has to be your own doctor and i've created the system so you can be that okay all right thanks yeah, thank you sorry thank to hear you. about your wife yeah Let's go over to uh, Anya Z, and then we'll take one more question after this. Go ahead, Anya. Oops, Anya, go ahead. Shiva. Hi, Dr. Shiva. Thank you very much for this presentation. Very informative. I just have one quick question so you can get to other people. Um, You've put out a, a, a some kind of pharmaceutical called Cytosol. Does that help with any of the um, issues that this noise can cause problems with people? Yes, yeah, so Anya, let me, uh, did you just join us just now, Anya, or were you on from the beginning? Um, I came on around uh, 8 o'clock, 8.30, I mean. Yeah, so Cytosol is not a pharmaceutical. It's a technology, Anya that can understand these mechanisms of action, okay? So it's Cytosol allows us to do it to understand why this is happening, Anya, okay? Okay, okay. Once it figures out why, then it also allows you to figure out how to intervene, okay? 
Okay. So that's what, so Cytosol is a discovery tool. So what we are discovering here is, in this case, noise pollution affects the HPA axis, which affects your adrenals, right? Mm -hmm. Results in your body endothelial function not working properly, right? It's like throwing a wrench into it. Yep. So, you know, if you live in a noisy condition and you know this one is to minimize that noise, right? Yep. Noise cancer. But if you have suffered some of this damage, there are obviously certain things you can take to alleviate that, right? Okay. And we can talk about that, which I haven't done here, but definitely one is to minimize the noise. The other is there are, if you notice what the way that endothelial nitric oxide synthase is decoupled is because the noise creates what are called reactive oxygen species. It creates what's called oxidative stress. Okay. One way you can support your body in combating that is antioxidants. Okay. Okay. Like glutathione. But let me give you, since you asked, (laughs) um, just last week, uh, we were very, very excited because it take took us, I think, several years. To, uh, Jesus, about three, four years to get this paper, uh, the research done and this paper published. Is we published one of the um, very. So remember, so um, oxidative stress is when your body starts producing reactive oxygen species. Those reactive oxygen species, Anya, affect your body to um, shunt your body from creating um, or uh, enabling nitric oxide synthase from helping you, right? So we recently published this paper uh, talking about particular substances that can actually help you combat that. Look, it's called oxidative stress, okay? Okay. Oxidative stress happens when you get noise, okay? And we found out particular chemicals that affect oxidative stress or alleviate it. And here are those chemicals. Ah. Okay. Here they are. Okay. Okay. These six chemicals. Okay. See these? Yes. They block oxidative stress. Well, where do you find these chemicals? Good news is you can get them from some very good natural sources. These are these chemicals. Guess where you get them from? Grapes, blueberries, raspberries. Okay. Okay. Blueberries. Blueberries have delphinidin. They have malvidin. They have cyanidin. Um, if you make a good shake with, if you get, if you take blueberries and raspberries, you're pretty much getting all of them. Okay. Okay. V- very good smoothie. Excellent. Right? That shunts the production of reactive oxygen species. All right. Very good. Thank you. Yep. Let's go to uh, Arky again. It's a question on noise and endothelial, what we just talked about. Go ahead, Arky. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Shiva. Thanks for teaching me something new every week. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to ask if, um, so are there then any like acoustic approaches to like noise reduction? So like earplugs when you sleep or when you're meditating or when you're studying or home insulation. And then on the converse, are there any, acoustic benefits so like for example i like to play some low level classical music it helps me focus or some people use things like binaural beats to help them fall asleep so those are my two questions yeah so ark you're asking some great questions so um 
in ancient systems of yoga and science, there have been huge treatises written. In particular, in uh, if you you know in the Vedas, um, there's particular music you should listen to at certain times. All right, there's particular music that are very healing when you get up in the morning. There's other music, obviously, that's good if you want to work out, right? And there's other music that's good for going to sleep. And they have particular beats and melodies, et cetera. I could do a whole thing on this art. It's actually called um, music, you know. It's art, It's music therapy, okay? And it has, uh, and it's it's a very interesting field that's been around. Um, but I don't think many of those people have connected at the molecular mechanistic level. But obviously, it's a decently rich area of research. Um, we could spend a lifetime on that. But what I can point to is there in many traditional systems of medicine, they have this me- uh, music. Uh, for example, there are kirtans, K-I-R-T-A-N-S, in the Hindu system. The um, you know, the they're obviously the Christian and Catholic, you know, uh chants that people do. Most cultures have these different kinds of chants, right? Mantras that people do, and they have very, very specific effects on the body. And they're actually encoded in many of the ancient systems of medicine. But that's answer your question. Obviously, you know, there's some really, really good noise canceling headsets. Um, I'm not here to promote anyone's products, um, but you can go check those out, right? Um, That, you know, if you go take an air flight, if you take on a plane, many times I'll give you those noise canceling headsets. Um, They pretty much, they work pretty well, but you may want to check those out. If I ever go to any of these loud concerts, I mean, I'm a, I, I don't really like going to, but I always wear earplugs, you know? Uh, you're going to destroy your ears. All right. Um, in the interest of time, I'll come back to Barbara. Are you, Barbara, very nice to have you. Barbara LeBanc, are you new, Barbara? No, I'm not new, Dr. Shiva. Okay. I just have a quick question for you. I know you're addressing the audible yeah. uh, problems that we're that we are faced with. Uh, you may have already done a whole podcast on the non-audible uh, problems, sound problems that we're faced with. I can tell you when I used to live in a tall high-rise condo building, uh, I had tinnitus. The condo itself, the people there weren't loud. They weren't noisy, but it was on a flight path, but it wasn't a huge busy flight path because it was a small halo airport so it's not you know like a major city yeah so i did suffer from that i i'm not sure if i was suffering from hearing electric electricity there was almost always the feeling of a vibration that that was the wrong vibration for me and when i got out of the condo building as much as i loved living right on the ocean and just being a princess up there, I got to tell you, there's something to this non-noise. And I'm worried because we had 5G on top of our building. Yeah. It was, it was yeah so let, me, let, let me just address that. So, um, so um, you know, she's talking about audible sound. There's ultrasonic sound, right? Sound that's at a very high frequency that you can't hear. Dogs can hear it, for example, right? in the gigahertz range, you know, um, if you ever use an ultrasound machine, right? Um, that's sending ultrasonic waves into your body and then they measure it back. So there's ultrasound. 
And then there's very, very, so those are very high frequency waves. And then there's also long waves. Um, elephants communicate through long waves. Um, it's fascinating. Okay. So you have long waves and then you have very high frequency waves and you have stuff in between where human beings are hearing something in that in-between range. Okay. That's what I shared there at very, very high frequency. We can't hear them, but doesn't mean they're not causing damage to us. Um, when you go get ultrasound, there's been some very interesting study you ever go, you know, when women go get the ultrasound done that, uh, there's been interesting, they actually use ultrasonics, um, in laparoscopy, uh, people have kidney stones. They send high uh, frequency ultrasonic waves, which actually do what's called cavitation, and they blow up the kidney stones, right? So high frequency waves, which we can't hear, could also be causing obvious other kinds of damage, right? I'm not sure about low frequency waves, um, but uh, you know, animals communicate with them. But yes, those high frequency waves could have effect. Laura Wang. Hi, Dr. Shiva. I um, put mine in the chat here. I'll just read it. Uh -huh. um, so you talked about adrenal stress, and that's what causes like the dark circles um, under the eyes. So it's kind of a um, uh, like a telltale sign that you're that someone's experiencing adrenal stress. Yeah. Um, so how? How do you, so, you know, going forward or whatever, like getting better sleep. And actually I lived in an apartment that um, had like ambulances driving by and, and all that kind of stuff, but I moved to a quieter town. So that's not an issue anymore. So it's been very nice. And then, um, but how do you, so um, I understand the liver, the eyes and um, stress um, issues. How do you reduce? like dark dark circles or, or yeah, whatever so let, let me tell you one of the important things to understand is that we're all exposed to stress okay mm -hmm. one of the key things is can you make your body stronger that's called resilience right now this is a very it's like it's riding a tightrope health is by the way it's like you're walking across a tightrope you're you have to constantly make adjustments one of the things we teach from a systems perspective laura if you've gone through the course right remember that circle you know have you gone through the course i, I haven't i just bought well, it to, bought it tonight so when you go through the course you'll understand that an intelligent system is always off course so you shouldn't feel bad about yourself okay the issue is do you know where you're going do you have a sense of when you're off course well i didn't get enough sleep last night yeah okay let me make some adjustments oh i slept right. well i want to yep. get a little better sleep right so you're constantly making these adjustments people who try to um overcompensate, they actually stress themselves out. As long as you know what normal is and you're making those adjustments, it's very, very important. Your thermostat is doing that every time, right? An airplane um, autopilot is doing that. It's constantly making these minor adjustments. Do you know what I'm saying? The yep. issue is do you get good at making adjustments after you know your body? Oh, mm -hmm. I went out, stayed awake late. Well, I better do this now, okay? Mm -hmm. Maybe I should take something, a little bit of melatonin before I go to bed, right? For example, you don't want to get addicted on any of these things, right? No. But you know to make these adjustments, all right? One of the critical things is that your body's circadian rhythm, mm -hmm. your body has a natural rhythm, okay? Right. 
the more yeah. you can stay in alignment with that, it's valuable. All right. Mm -hmm. um, and there are certain things that support your natural circadian rhythms. One of the things is there's a yogic technique called, for example, I learned many, many years ago called yoga nidra. Okay. Or a technique yep. called your sensations or vipassana meditation. We should probably do whole courses on this. Um, but I can teach people how to relax your body. Yep. Not without medication, but to but to doing natural observation of your sensations. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. When you go to bed tonight, have you guys noticed some of you clench your hands? You may not even know it when you wake up or clench your jaws. Um, or you may notice when you wake up, like your hands are clenched. Okay. And some of you don't even notice that. What I suggest you guys do is a simple thing. When you, before you go to bed, as you're lying in bed, observe your natural breath. Just simple technique. Don't try to change your breath. Don't try to breathe any differently. Observe your natural breath. The inflow and the outflow of your breath. Don't try to concentrate. Just gently observe it. And you will see you'll relax. And if you can take that observation ability, not only for your breath, but you can take it, oh, let me feel how my feet are feeling. Let me feel how my knees are doing. And you, and you sweep through your whole body. And I'll, I'll maybe do a course on this, okay? You will, re you will realize that your body releases massive amounts of tension. Your body vasodilates and you'll get a better night's sleep. Very simple stuff. Okay? Mm-hmm. But observation of your own stress, interestingly enough, releases your stress. Equanimous observation of you without critiquing yourself, without being hard on yourself, simply observing you. And one simple way is observe your natural breath. Oh, one other quick question. Um, you know, like uh, antidepressants, um, you know, serotonin is made in the gut and the microbiome and that kind of thing. 70% of serotonin or whatever. It's yep. like the B, the B, or, uh, B vitamins yep. and that kind of thing. Um, are, is there, and I bought the course thing tonight. I want to, you know, take, take all those courses and learn about health and whatnot. Um, what was it the um with the antidepressants you know like the serotonin the ssris and the norepinephrine you know as the like the wellbutrin and the paxil those kind of things is there any course on that and or can i use cytosol for That's that we haven't yeah so you're at, so we recently last year it was about a three-year project. We mapped out every molecular pathway having to do with gut and brain health, okay? Mm -hmm. We have the ability now with Cytosol to test all those things you just said, all yes. right? To give you guys an idea, since I've talked about Cytosol, we created Cytosol back in 2003. We published our first paper on it. I started work in 2000 is when I did my thesis in 2007, published our first paper in 2011. We now have mapped out 25 major diseases, okay? And we're doing this without any funding, Laura. All these other people in the swarm call up their friends and they'll get a billion dollars in funding, literally. 
We've done this for like, we've mapped out all these diseases. So we should probably have a whole nother talk about this, but the typical way people go raise money is they go down to their venture capitalists and they get a bunch of money. And then these companies right. own your technology and then pharma eventually owns it and they shut it down. So right. I've been very careful not to give away one piece of Cytosol to any of these guys. So we have thought about, we have all these diseases mapped out. We need, to, now one way is we keep doing the way we're going. We do services, projects, et cetera, right? The other way is we go raise a pile of money. And we go after every one of these diseases so we can go test everything and find new medicines. Mm -hmm. and we should probably talk about it if you guys are interested in it, but that's where we're at. But we want to do it bottoms up. You say mm -hmm. it's a very different model because otherwise, once you give away or take money from the devil, you're sort of screwed. Right. We have mapped out all these diseases now, and we have the ability to start testing natural compounds and figure out the right combinations. Right. Vitamins or or whatever. Whatever it is. The problem, with the, big, the problem with the big vitamin industries, these guys just throw crap together. They don't even know if it works. Right. Right. Yeah. Then, but we have the ability to figure out if it works, how it works, how much you should take. Right. But yeah. um, we've been doing it without raising money, but we're going to, we're at a point now where everything is set up and um we basically should start one model as you say oh i want to fund osteoarthritis people fund that and we go after finding the best set of combinations you know we may do it as a part of the truth freedom and health movement you say like mm -hmm. community funded research citizen science mm -hmm. and then we give away all of our findings at you know pennies on the dollar back to people mm -hmm. so that's where we're at but we can okay. talk about it but thank you okay. good questions all right, Sue Lang. And by the way, those people after um, this, I know there's a lot of interest here, but I want to make sure we introduce all the new people. Go ahead, Sue. Um, I was wondering if you have any advice for the people who do live in those areas that have that are really poor and they have the horrible sound pollution. Do you have any advice for what they can do? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think one of the most important things that they can do to support their immediate biological system is to look at these antioxidants, okay? okay? That's what I just shared because the noise pollution creates oxidative stress. If you go back to this drawing, maybe I went through it a little bit too fast, but can you see this? Oops, let me go back. If you see this diagram here, where is that diagram? Oops, wrong one. Where did I go? Oh, here we go. Okay, do you see this? All right, if you see this diagram right here, you see this right here? Yeah. Okay, so when you have noise, your brain creates a stress response, which creates reactive oxygen species, ROS. Okay? Okay. This is called oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is what creates inflammation in your body. Okay. Yeah. The way you alleviate oxidative stress is what I just shared here with the recent research we just published, which is these, these compounds. You see this right here? You see these compounds? Yeah. 
where where do you get these? You get these primarily from blueberries and raspberries. My my computer went blipped out on me for for this. That's okay. But what I'm trying to say is antioxidants. The best source of antioxidants is some of the very dark blue fruits, fruits particularly. Okay. Okay, like grapes. Grapes are very good. Raisins. Be careful with raisins unless they're make sure they're organic if you're going to get them. Okay. Okay. Because they carry a lot of pesticides. If you don't but get- I was I was wondering about. Well, anyway, if, they're, if they're living in these conditions. Well, well, look here, the reason we have our movement, truth, freedom, health, the ultimate is why are they living in those conditions? Okay. Yeah. Living in those conditions is, and, and that was the base of the morning talk is because the swarm has created massive income inequality, right? They've uh-huh. created these, I mean, booby fucking Kennedy doesn't live in those conditions, does he? No. Trump doesn't live in those conditions, does he? No. Okay. But I'm wondering what we can do for them now. Well, well, I mean- what well there's two solutions, right? One solution is the, the effect that's caused by those conditions, which is oxidative stress. So they can do things to take care of the oxidative species in their body, which is these antioxidants. The other is, you know, immediate wear noise canceling headsets and these kinds of things. Okay. Three is they can move the hell out of that place. But most people, if they're working like that, don't have those resources, right? Right. right. So the interim solutions are to affect their biology by taking things that are anti-inflammatories, right? You know, fight oxidative stress, which are the antioxidants. So the immediate thing is, you know, if you're living under distress, probably get these noise canceling headsets. Okay. Okay. Put some insulation up in your room, right? Yeah. Um, and you can go to Home Depot. There's some pretty good stuff you can get foam, but then you're going to be living in a foam room. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, but there are noise canceling, very interesting things people can go research. Okay. Maybe we should put it up on our shop. <laughs> yeah. We should. Yeah. We do so much stuff. Typically, what these other people do is they'll do this and they'll go sell shit. And maybe we should start doing that, you know, to help people at least. But yeah. we can do that. Okay. But maybe I'll do that. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Sue. Okay. Michael Schulte. Michael, you look new. So I want to start sort of hybridizing into uh, introducing new people and then um, finishing up questions. Go ahead, Michael. Yes. Have you ever heard of Ashwagandha? Yeah, Michael, are you new, by the way? Yes. I'm from Illinois, Bloomington, okay, Illinois. So, so let's just enter. So um, you're from Illinois. I'll answer your question. How did you find out about us, Michael? Uh, Republic. Oh, what's Republic? It's a different. (laughs) They're they're kind of, they want to form a, they want to form a de jure government instead of de facto. Okay. Well, good having you. And you're out of Illinois, Michael? Yes, I'm in central Illinois, right in the center of Illinois. All right. So it's good to have you. Um, so ashwagandha, to people who don't know what it is, it is called the Indian ginseng. It's a root. And it has a very, uh, the active ingredient is called withanolides. 
And the withanolides have a effect on, um, you know, some people say it affects calmness. It has anabolic effects, okay, uh, for men, right? But it calms your, your body. It's a de-stressor. So, again, Michael, to give you the short answer, the right medicine for the right person at the right time. None of these things work for everyone, okay? Um, ashwagandha has particular properties of vatha, pitta, and kapha. In our course, we teach people that's called transport conversion storage. Um, so it can work for the right uh, constitution, right? So you can figure out what your constitution is and you can figure out if it works for you. But ashwagandha was designed as an adaptogen. It doesn't help. It's not like a, uh, you know, it's not like a stimulant. It helps you immediately. You take it over time and it has a positive effect over time. It's a de-stressor. Um, good to have you, Michael. Let's go to uh, Yvette Pinnock. Yvette, how are you? Hi there, Dr. Shiva. I'm very well. How are you today? Good. Where are you from, I'm Yvette? Um, I'm actually from Florida. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. Um, yeah, we've actually spoken in the past. It's been a while since we've been in touch, but... um. I did want to run something by you since we were talking about noise pollution. Um, my question is to do with long range acoustic devices. Um, I mean, like the sorts of devices that would be used, let's say to disperse crowds um, at protests, like during the George Floyd uh, protests. Yeah, where, yeah they, those were used. Um, and then also as to whether or not there's um, anything that could be used, like I wanna say um, to like high pitch, sort of noises that are quite similar to the sort of long range um, acoustic device and the sort of impact that it can have on your, your uh, inner eardrums <clears throat> and if whether or not it could cause a, a rupturing of the eardrum um, and if that will cause any trauma in the future like that would contribute to ear, ear infections and things of that nature quite like to, I guess what they call tetanitis or something like that. Yeah, so great question. So let me answer that question the following way. Um, what is noise? I should have defined that. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is sound? Let's go back to that. Okay. Sound is mechanical waves. All right. There are different kinds of energy forms in the universe. There's electromagnetic waves, right? Electricity is a movement of electrons. Uh, magnetism is a different kind of wave. Now, mechanical waves is what sound is. The reason you're able to hear me right now, if this room was vacuum in outer space, you wouldn't hear anything. Why is that? You need air. Yeah. Air is the medium. So when I'm talking right now, everything that's coming out of my mouth is pushing air, right, Yvette? Yes. That air is creating an acoustic wave which is a mechanical wave. It's literally I'm moving air. And mm -hmm. that movement of air is hitting this microphone, mm -hmm. right, right here, which is a transducer. And if you take the course, which everyone should do, you'll find out transduction is a conversion process. It takes these mechanical waves. When the mechanical wave hits the crystal, mm -hmm. which is what a microphone has, Mm -hmm. It converts that mechanical motion to an electrical signal. Mm. 
Certain crystals do that. Piezoelectric crystals do that. Mm-hmm. And so the sound wave is converted to the movement of electrons, which is then beamed over the wires, comes to you, right? Mm-hmm. And then the inverse takes place on your speaker. The electrical wave is transduced to a mechanical wave, and you're hearing me right now. Got it? Mm-hmm. So sound is a mechanical wave. It's right. a mechanical wave. Okay, so it's a mechanical wave. So once you understand it's a mechanical wave, it's a wave, right? It's like an ocean wave coming at you. You can see an ocean wave, right? Because yeah. that's movement of matter, right? You're moving water molecules. You see it. Right. You can't see air molecules, but that's what you're doing. You're moving this gaseous fluid, okay? Right. Now, um, many years ago, my master's work was in wave propagation. Mm-hmm. And the reason I want to answer your question this way, so some of the work I was doing was what happens, their theory was one day we would build space stations the size mm-hmm. of Boston up in the skies, right? Mm-hmm. These space stations would be huge structures, right? Right. Now imagine a meteor hit it, right? Right, mm-hmm. create a wave. Yeah. And in space, guess what? There's no friction, right? So that wave would go like crazy. There's nothing to inhibit it. Right. So, so there's so people started realizing that wow, if waves were going to be created in space, you would need waves to you need you would need to find ways to block that. So two kinds of technologies were proposed. One was active cancellation and one was passive. Okay. Mm-hmm. The passive cancellation where you'd have structures that could that were just stiffer structures, right? Or the other was um, active cancellation where the system would sense a wave was coming and the material structure itself could stiffen or harden. You follow? Yeah. It was called smart structures. The Japanese have created this for earthquake waves, which is also a mechanical wave. Okay? Right. So the answer to your question is, so if you go to any of these crowd control systems, they're actually sending out a very harsh mechanical wave. Like a sonic wave or something? Yes. Like? But, I mean, you can't see it. It's a sound you can wave. feel it. Yeah. Right. So one way, that's why those no- noise-canceling headsets, that's actually active suppression. The noise-canceling headsets, you know what they're doing, Yvette? Mm-hmm. It's an intelligent system. And when you take the course, you'll understand what that is. They're actually looking at what kind of wave is coming. If it's a wave like this, it creates a wave that's opposite to that wave, so it cancels it out. Okay, right. You know what I'm saying? I am following. Yeah, it's a lot of information to process, but I am definitely following. Um, and then there's just one more part to that question, and I promise yeah, I won't let, let you let me, go on to the me, next one. Okay. Let me just so, but you have yeah. to understand what I'm what I'm saying here is a noise yeah. canceling. Oops, can I? What did I do here? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did something. Hey, John, did I? I did. John, can you cancel? Hold on. I did something to my own self here. But anyway, um, that's what. Uh, are you still there, Yvette? I can't. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I can hear you. So that's called active noise canceling. Mm-hmm. So to answer it, actually answer Sue Lang's question, uh-huh. I could probably create something that if you're living in a noise, maybe we should do this. Yeah. We should, uh, that you could actually have a device in your home mm-hmm. and maybe there's a device that would check what kind of sound is there. 
and it would put out sound that would be the inverse sound that would cancel it, Yvette, okay? That's brilliant. But what do you do if you're wearing headsets? And let's say that that sound is centralized or it's it's so it's in an enclosed space. Like if you were wearing headsets and let's just say like a high-pitched sound came through the headset and went straight into your inner eardrum. What, I mean, it's hard that, to explain that, it. That's not a good thing. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> of course it's not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I don't like wearing just, these I'm asking for a friend. I'm asking for a friend because someone that I know has experienced, um, I want to say, a, a sort of um, a, acoustic a weaponizing um, attack or weaponized attack. And it's kind of hard to prove it, but we speculate that that's what's happened. You know, if that makes any sense. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, it's a longer discussion. Okay. Yeah. I'll send if you an email. Yeah, if they've already experienced that kind of damage, right? Yeah. Um, that's a whole different thing. The smallest bone in your entire body is in the ear. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, thanks, Yvette. Yvette, thank go you. Through, go through the course, okay? And okay. before I go to introductions, look, this is for all of you. Become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. Get involved in this. So let's start selecting people um, who are new. I need. Um, John, I'm going to need your help because something's happened with my mouse for some reason when I selected the stupid whiteboard um, and I can't seem to get out of it. Uh, someone can lower Yvette's um, hand. Um, John, can you figure out what's going on with my mouse? Nothing. You may have to select people, okay? You can just do it from your end. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, now it's working. All right. Okay, let's go to Luis Rodriguez. Luis, how are you? Hi, Luis. Can you hear me? Yeah, very lightly. Where are you from, Luis? This is introductions. We can barely hear you. One second. Oh, now. Nope. Uh, okay, here we go. All right, Luis, how are you? Where are you from? Great, great. I, well, originally, I'm Puerto Rican, but... Uh, Texan now. <laughs> you were in Texas? Uh, yes, sir. In Houston. Uh, okay, great to have you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you and everything you've been doing and uh, enlightening us. We've been following you for a few years, me and my wife. Uh, but we're been uh, we're truck drivers over the road. So we're like, you know, all over the states, all over the country, everywhere. So we're actually about to print out your uh, bumper sticker and put it on our semi truck. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to tell you that. But um, also, um, we're plant-based, have been for uh, myself for like 15 years and my wife for about five, six years. So you said something about the, the greens and stuff. And, you know, so I wanted to ask you more about that as far as what you were saying about how we got to be careful with the greens. And also, because we're truck drivers, we're all day and all night long in this truck um and you know we stay out for like two months at a time and then we go home and play with our homestead and all that but and then, so yeah that's basically my question yeah look, first of all lewis good to have you uh we have a really good leader uh in texas name is uh kevin smith get involved you know go through the course become on the ground it's great you're getting a bumper sticker um the key thing is this Luis. look no food is bad or good, right? Every five years, some idiot writes a new diet book, right? 
And none of it's all true. What ancient traditional systems of medicine learned, it's how this food is processed, okay? So if you're going to eat grains, for example, right? You have a bunch of people saying, don't eat grains. Grains are bad. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> it depends on what, how you process those grains. If you simply take a bunch of rice and you cook it, um, brown rice or certain of these grains, they have phytic acid, which is going to bo block minerals. The most best way to, and I'm giving you one example. In most traditional cultures, they would take the grain, they would soak it overnight, okay? Um, let it sprout a little bit, throw out the water, you get rid of all the phytic acid, and mm -hmm. then they would consume it. Same with even beans, legumes, because if you eat a kidney bean raw, you're going to kill yourself. Or you're going to hurt yourself. Right. But typically people would soak them, do some type of process. My point is, same true comes with vegetables, okay? And some people can handle certain vegetables, other people can't. So how do we figure this out? Inflammations and things like that? Yeah. So um one of the things you can use is I created a tool for this called your body, your system, integrating eastern and western medicine. It depends on your constitution. Some people have different types of constitution. Based on your constitution, certain foods are not going to aggravate you, and other foods will aggravate you. Okay. And so that's one of the, but it comes from a systems approach. So it's included in your body, your system, take it and it'll help you. Okay. okay. Well, good to have you. By the way, to let everyone know, 80% of the truck drivers in the United States are independent truck drivers, families like Louis. And they're the ones who move most of the material in the United States. The big union teamsters are only 20%. And the government has made it very hard for independent truck drivers to survive. They keep putting all these regulations on them, and they typically try to make all the independent truck drivers become part of the big machine. Right, Lewis? You probably go through a lot of that. Oh, yes, sir, we do. <laughs> a lot of change. Hey, man, great to have you. Get one of those flags, you know, get a bunch of flyers and hand them out every time you stop at a truck stop. Yeah, that's we're actually getting ready to go yeah. print some out now. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Good to have you. Thanks. Appreciate, Appreciate you, sir. Bye-bye. You. Yeah. Thank you. It's great. Um, let's go over to Priscilla. Priscilla, how are you? Unmute. Unmute. Hello. Hi. Uh, where are you from? <laughs> um, I'm from Boston. You know, I'm living in uh, Maine now. But uh, you're my hometown hero, dude. One of my best friends is campaigning for you in 2018, Andreas Agamenes. Yeah. <laughs> I always say his last, I don't know if you remember him. I but, um, oh, you do? I, I love Andreas. Him. I right went now. to high school with him. Yeah, he lives right in Watertown. Or in Waltham. Well, he was living in... Close. Oh, was he... Oh, see, I don't even remember it now. But now he's in Florida. I got to get him coming to this thing, obviously. But he goes to Armenia a lot and stuff. But yeah. anyways, I wanted to ask you, speaking of Boston, uh, I heard uh, Yosef told me that uh, you might be doing an event in Boston in October. We are. You can come physically to our place here. We have, you know, a couple of people here into Cambridge. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we do it. You, you're welcome here at 8 p.m. We have a building here. We have an auditorium. You're welcome to physically come here. 
Sick, dude. Because, like, my dad's a Newton. Like, I can just come down. I realize I can take the commuter rail, too. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh, just come down go. here. We need volunteers to help at headquarters, so you're welcome here to come on down. <laughs> Sorry, I got people coming out. I'm like, Lord, we're going to hear extra voices coming on. But uh, you're awesome, Dr. Shiva. And, you know, there's people like, you know, I'm friends with a lot of people at InfoWars. Alex Jones is dropping the ball. I'm really mad about it, you know, and we're going to have to take this community like to the stars. OK, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> tomorrow, David Knight, who was with Alex Jones and I are going to talk about Alex Jones. Oh, you're going on with David Knight? Yeah, David Knight realized Alex was full of shit. When he was telling people to wear masks. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, he you know. That Dave, Alex Jones is actually saying, well, you know, this vaccine is actually a good vaccine Trump's doing. Okay? Mm -hmm. David's going to talk about why he left Alex. And I'm going to talk about why I don't ever go on Alex Jones' show anymore. The kind of bullshit that he plays with people. Okay? So we're going to have Ooh, a good I'm mad about it. Yeah. But anyway, look. <laughs> Alex Jones, fuck Trump. We have a movie, <laughs> and you can be part of that where you can be an agent of change. So, since you're nearby, Priscilla, get involved. Okay. Yeah, definitely. We need everyone Yay. to. Good to have <laughs> you. Um, before I go through this, look, before um, we had about 140 people, we still have quite a number of people. Here's the homework assignment for everyone. If you valued what we just did, go to Truth, Freedom, and Health, become a warrior scholar. One of the things we want you to do is we have created local groups, online groups with our own encrypt, encrypted app. So when you get on that, you can start getting messages so you, you can get mobilized locally. Um, Crystal and her team do this single-handedly to onboard you guys. So get into the program so you get activated. This is really about you. That's why I'm spending this much time. Um, we're almost, almost three hours right now, but you guys got to get in the program and get activated. So let me go on to some other people. Um, Richard, Richard, have you been here before? Kierneke, you look familiar. Richard? Uh, hi, uh, Dr. Shiva. I'm terribly sorry that uh, I can tell you I'm the first time here. Oh, great. Uh, How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm absolutely fantastic and really enjoying uh, the presentations, the concepts. And I guess I can sum it up by saying... Uh, this this was our time to meet, and I'm very grateful that in the big picture of the universe uh, that we have an opportunity to connect and talk about these things. And and uh, uh, I'm definitely very interested in participating on a larger scale as time goes on, and I'll be watching you for the next little while. Um, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I also want to introduce you to Glenn Halls. Glenn is right out of Canada, okay? Hello. And Glenn and you should connect, but... Um, you know, we have a lot of people in Canada. Uh, Glenn's emerged as one of our leaders there, but you can support him and he'll support you um, in this effort. But get involved, you know. Um, I enjoy, obviously, hearing your kind comments, but my real intention is for you guys to get off your butt and get involved. And we've created that environment to do that. But it's great to have you. Uh, Richard, get involved. Let's go to Mike Ch uh, Chang. Is that right? Mike Chang Mai? I don't know if I pronounce that right, Mike. Yes. Hi, Mike. How are you? Okay, Dr. Shiva. Wow, very nice to meet you. Um, I didn't even know who you were until 
what, a week ago, less than a week ago, you had an interview with Mike Adams? Yep. And then I heard you, uh, I watched another interview the other day with uh, Kenny Boy, uh, Ken O'Keefe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice guy. Yep. And then, um, so then I saw that you had these uh, meetings, so I thought I would check it out. And I just heard you um, talking about, um, I tried your meeting last night, but it's too late for me. So now it's morning time for me, so it's easier. So I'll catch you next week at this time. Where are you out of? I'm in Chiang Mai right now, in Thailand. Oh, really? Okay. I was just in Koh Samui. Oh, really? It's very nice down there. It's a, I think it's the best time of the year to be in the south of Thailand during the off-season. But I was in Phuket in the Adamant Sea, and I love watching the Adamant Sea because the, the ocean starts raging in the off-season. Yeah. It's great. Red yeah. flags everywhere. But you don't have to go in the ocean to feel that energy, you know. Yeah, I and was so- for a conference with the – I was um, – science slash political conference that was that i was out there um, well, it was informative it was good yeah i was one of the main speakers and these were some very interesting people expat americans who'd settled there mm-hmm. and they are guys who had seen my videos and they uh really wanted to get educated on what's going on because they want to get involved so right. people flew in from australia new zealand um you know all different parts of the world but uh yeah, um, get involved, Mike, because there's a lot of opportunity. Someone like you, who's probably been in multiple worlds, can really help um, bridge, you know, sort of the gap here. You know, I'm kind of a firebrand. I seem to be shadow banned on every type of uh, application, you know. And um, okay, I, uh, listening to you is quite refreshing because you use the spicy words of the English language, which is fantastic. Um, it pulls people in. It pulled me in um i find it quite refreshing and uh well I, you know you say i don't know if i agree everything you say about all these people i'm sure there's good points about them um as far as president coming up my opinion i personally think um um i'm still kind of thinking trump only because only because i feel that america is in the sewer and you need somebody dirty like him to pick uh america yeah. back up that, that, <laughs> I'm all for you. If you're up there, you got my vote 100. percent Absolutely. So, so, um, so you, so, so, Mike, um, I'm not going to go through the entire analysis. Um, right. But you should take the course. You should get involved in the community because you're a good guy. You seem like a good guy. But that thinking that you just have, where you're like, you know, you know, what's what's that song? Uh, what's that song? Almost there, but not. What's that song? So close, yet so far away. <laughs> That's what I like to sing to you. So close, yet so far away. Okay. Meaning if you have that thinking that Trump is going to do anything and that's the hump. And once you get over that hump and that's the hump that people, once people get over Trump or Bernie Sanders, Bernie Trump is a Bernie Sanders of the, of the right. Okay. He's created by the swarm. So good people like you keep thinking, well, you know, if I agree with you, Dr. Siva, I do. But the man's also got four years experience. But when it comes to you and him, I'm for you. Believe me. Trust no, no, me. What, I, what I'm saying is, uh, Mike, I don't want to go through it because you, you should go through the training. This is precisely what we educate people on. OK, so get involved. But the bottom line is Trump ain't one of us. He's them. And that's what you're going to realize. He has four years. He doesn't have four years of training. He's a puppet. He was put in there to serve the swarm. And that's who he will serve for the next four years. 
So this is the hardest thing for people to get. But once you get it, um, you really get it. But good to have you, Mike. Um, let me go. Mike, we'll come back. We'll come back in the end of questions, but I want to make sure we introduce other people. Uh, we have Cody here. Cody, how are you? Cody here? Yeah, good evening, Dr. Shiva. Hey, good evening, Cody. Where are you from? If you can briefly, in the interest of time, say where you're from. Well, uh, I live a lot I, in Illinois, but I don't claim and I claim my uh, residency in Kentucky where I've got a farm. Oh, okay. Well, I don't good know why it's not showing me a video. Or a, oh, there it goes. I've been playing with these backgrounds. We can hear we can hear you, Cody. And how'd you find out about us? Oh, it's been quite a while. I remember you were doing something in Arizona there with the duplicate ballots. That was my most recent long-term memory of you. But uh, I followed you years ago a little bit. And uh, so, yeah, I just uh, – it's interesting. What do you think will happen if uh, RFK runs independent? Put a little bit – be kind of interesting if there's too much pressure then on independence, or maybe it'll open up the independent field more so again you should come and go through the program rfk is a dirtbag he's part of the problem he watches everything we do the only reason he'll go independent is to manipulate to people to think that he's going to do something he's part of the swarm um yeah. and uh he was created by the swarm to serve the swarm that's why he exists yeah no i've heard you say that and uh on, on your topic for tonight, I might suggest like uh, K2, MK7 is supposedly really good for getting rid of calcium in arteries. Yeah, well, again, you know, there's people who take MK2 and calcium, you know, and then they have other issues. There's not one magic bullet to any of this, Cody, okay? Yeah. The ultimate issue is your body's a very complex system. You have to find what's right for you, all right? under the right conditions. Yeah. And uh, that requires a little bit more thoughtfulness rather than a magic bullet solution. So, and that takes a systems approach. So I really, really recommend that um, you and uh, Mike in particular uh, go through the program because um, we typically get people who watch our stuff and they say, you know, I hear what you said, and I didn't want to read the stuff about Trump, but I get it. Or same with Booby fucking Jr., okay? But the question that you really need to ask yourself, Cody, is what are you going to do, not what RFK is going to do? Because RFK is going to mislead people like Bernie did to the left, all right? That's his job. And he literally copies what we say, literally, word for word. He exists to lead people back into the establishment. We're living in one of the most critical times in human history, and we cannot have people fucking around and giving compromises to Trump and Kennedy. They are created by the swarm to bring people back into the swarm. And this is a central thesis of what we pound away. Good to have you, Cody. Let's go to Chris Strzewski. Wolves. Can you hear me? Yeah. How are you, Chris? How do you pronounce I'm, it? I'm good. It's Strzeski. Strzeski. Okay. Nice to have you. Where are you out of, Chris? I am Minnesota. Oh, great. Okay. Yep. I, I actually sent our election results or uh, information to you when oh, you were doing cool. the diagnostics. Okay. So I sent them to you, a man named Rick Weibel, which I oh. was showing our flyer here, and uh, also Dr. Frank from uh with mike lindell 
Yeah. And uh, we spent some time, a good amount of time chasing after Mike Lindell. I have his autograph on my flyer, yeah. but we did not get anything out of the guy. He was, um, we went, as soon as we met him, we realized we were on a wild goose chase with that guy. And it's a shame because he's from here. Yeah. You know, um, and then I noticed too with him, he didn't want to do any of the inform you know, he didn't want to do analysis on Minnesota. Well, you're from here, why wouldn't you want to do the analysis? You're only doing the swing states. There mm -hmm. is so much crap going on in Minnesota. People need to hear about it. It's so bad here. It's very bad. This state is nothing like it was when I was a kid. Yeah. And it's been within my lifetime, everything that you're talking about has happened so fast yeah i've been to minnesota we just were out there the beginning of the year you know mm -hmm. we drove all the way through and up but look here's the deal again this is getting back to the brief conversation with cody and mike um we're at a very important inflection point we cannot have i'm glad you brought this about mike lindell okay mike would call me up every freaking day every freaking week because mike basically sold pillows off election fraud okay he didn't yeah, believe about solving it. Okay. And um, the real substantial issues about election fraud is what we discovered and we published, which was the issues of chain of custody with yep. ballot images being destroyed. That's what occurred here in my election. The second is signature verification. Okay. And we did all of this work, published two major reports, and we conclusively showed it. Mike and his bunch of fucking idiots got involved and they threw out all sorts of stuff, bamboos and this, and he brought in this fool called Jovan Pulitzer. So what happens is, and everyone should listen to this carefully, when you take an issue, there's the real engineering issues that are causing the problem. Then the grifters come in and either they're working for the government or for the intelligence agencies, they don't focus on the real issues. They make up crazy shit and then they collect donations off of it. And they make sure the real issues never get solved. That's what Trump did. All of them are doing it. Oh, Every yeah. Single, and I'll tell you this, too. I, um, my Aunt Marcia was my, I called her my tether to God. She just yeah. recently passed away. She's the reason I know who you are. Yeah. You were brought to me by God. Okay. That's the bottom line there. Um, and everything that you talk about, I, I know is true. Um, I joined the Republican Party to go learn because I, I was just a middle America girl. I have three kids now. I'm busy with life. That's everybody's excuse. But after COVID hit, I was a medical scheduler. I went, what the fuck do these people think they're doing? It, it was so alarming. It jarred me. And I'd had prior conversations with county workers 10, 15 years prior about bio weaponry and what the county already had planned for emergency things and all this stuff. So, you know, I knew all this crap was coming, um, but I didn't want to believe it. Nobody wanted to believe it. I think a lot of people knew it was coming and they just deny, 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 you know, because we're living our lives, right? We're trying to be happy. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and this fairy tale um, American life, story that they've sold to everybody it's so sad i i think of so, uh leah so remini so with Scientology, and she just got crushed because her whole reality just was like poof gone and that's what Chris, i feel in like the in the interest of in the interest of time because we still have to introduce another 20 more people yes. um what i like you to do is crystal's over in nebraska she's right there 
Crystal, you can just say hello. Okay. Crystal and you should connect because to everyone listening, um, uh, we have to get on the ballot in every state. Well, I'm actually, that's why I was going. I'm, I'm actually an alternate for the Republican committee. Um, I, I was at the um, governor yes. tour. Yeah, so, so, so I, my question really with you is how can I, I as a Republican, get you on the ballot instead of the Republican? Yeah, I so, mean, so that's hot for me that's, to do that. Yes. Yeah, so if you connect with Crystal, go to shivaforpresident.com, sign up as a volunteer, but we are getting people on the ground in Minnesota and you can help directly, okay? Good. Yeah, I've seen the other lady on, in there that was from yep. St. Paul, it said. So yeah, I would love to get together yep. with the Minnesota people. Yeah, great to have you, Chris, but get involved. Thank you. Yep. To everyone listening, once you go through the program, you'll understand what a scumbag Trump is, all right? And um, so let me give you this uh, tweet here. Can you guys see this? So Megyn Kelly, I put out this tweet. I said, Megyn Kelly knows I exposed the truth. And and only now, three years too late, she asked Trump why he didn't fire Fauci, the campaign I created, and got 120,000 signatures delivered to Trump in May of 2020, and gave Fauci presidential award 12 hours before leaving office. His answer is pathetic. Uh, uh, I don't know who gave him the commendation, Trump said. I really don't know who gave him the commendation. That's what he said. And if you look at this commendation award, Trump, and you can type it in, okay? And it's really funny. Um, did they delete it? <laughs> the White House did delete the one that was a page because I had been posting it completely dedicated on the White House. Is it gone? They re- well, it says it's, they're changing quickly because they're deleting it. They re- The White House remade a page where it lists everybody from Operation Warp Speed and not just Fauci anymore. They had a, a page dedicated to just Fauci. Oh my God, they've deleted this since we exposed it. It's gone. I meant to tell you. Are you serious? Yeah, it's been gone for about two days. Oh my God. Archive stuff more often. (laughs) What's that? You need to put it, like archive it, like on the archive website. No, I think I, there it is. I luckily got it. You shot at it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I cannot believe they've deleted him doing this. But see, what I'm saying is there was a, this is the replacement. There was one where it just said Trump awards to Fauci. Now they're making it Operation Team Warp Speed. Now maybe they got rid of that one. But too. this isn't even there, Crystal, anymore. Well, I'm saying that was that was only a replacement as well, though. There was I know, one- but you can't even find this. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Anyone thinking that Trump is anywhere near us, please take the course. Okay? Please. All right? Or you're basically harming yourself. And you deserve better than that. Um, let's go to Jim Balance. Or Balance? Jim? Jim Balance. Hey, Jim, how are you? Where are you out of, Jim? Uh, I'm born and raised from New Jersey, and then I moved up to Massachusetts. So I guess like a similar... Uh, uh, lineage oh, then, yeah. <laughs> what part of Massachusetts are you in, Jim? Uh, yeah, I, I live in uh in Lexington right now. Oh, you're right next door. I live in Belmont. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah. Um. I've. I've. Uh, I guess I came to know you through 
Um, I guess like a couple of Twitter Twitter uh, interviews, uh, or they popped up on Twitter, and then I just started doing a deep dive. Um, I'm a controls engineer by by trade, so oh, really? like all this, yeah. So like this, this is like really, really conceptually like it in, in, in my alley, and I understand um, as far as like the concepts, like the, the concepts of like controllers, and then you can see like the uh, kind of kayfabe like kabuki theater that's going on right before our eyes, where you have like uh, like you know Trump giving out like an award for Dr. Fauci and then they them just scrubbing the internet of any any trace of it. It it just feels like, like coordinated almost. It's not, it feels it is. It, it is coordinated. It yeah. It's part of the theater. And I wouldn't be surprised. See, right now, what they're trying to figure out is which of their morons should they put in? Who can fool the people the most? And because of our movement, we've been hammering at all of them, Jim. And they don't know what the fuck to do right now. Because typically people would let Kennedy get away. They'd let Vivek the snake get away. But because we exist, it's not just me doing it. If you go look at the, everyone starting to get it. Yeah. For the last four months, we've been hitting that commendation award. Because all the Trumpers were like, oh, you know, Trump had to do that because he had to keep Fauci. You see, they would have you know, done something to him if he didn't. Well, 12 hours before he leaves office, he gives him a commendation award. Yeah. And then, and then like a quick, like Google search and like doing some research on like the other uh, candidates, for example, Vivek, like you realize that his like billions of dollars that he's made, is like complete fraud too. That was like, I watched like a meet Kevin uh, video or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, just shedding light on all these uh all these scumbags is is excellent and i think uh i think we have a real chance here so jim get involved because as a controls guy go through the course you're going to enjoy it because even john sturman over at mit will send his people to my course oh great excellent so, because i've taken it to a different level mm. and guys like you can really help your local get involved because um when you understand system science you get over this bullshit and you go to oh, the yeah so we're basically taking sort of like Prometheus fire to the masses, Jim. And that's what we're doing with, with system science. Yeah, no, it's excellent. Just like yeah. uh, reading like Noam Chomsky and talking about like yeah. uh, manufacturing consent. It just like, it, it seems like it's like. But here's the yeah, I, I know, yeah, I've worked with Noam. I know Noam. The problem with Noam, Noam just has half of the problem. He exposes truth, but he doesn't get on the ground and do the action. You say, yeah. yeah. So I've known Noam since 1984. After you leave Noam's lecture, you feel like the world is dead. You can't do much. You might as well just go shoot yourself. Learned helplessness. That's, right. that, that, that's what I've learned from a lot of his videos and lectures. Right. <laughs> so, I used to go to his lectures with a thousand people in the audience and everyone leaves after two hours. Oh, fuck. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do anything. Right. So that's his job. And yeah. that's, he got to be institute professor at MIT. Mm. If you're actually doing something, you'd be out of there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So well, anyway, yeah, great, great talking to you. Thank yeah, you. Jim, get involved. We need guys for that matter. Everyone, Mike, you, all you guys, to get over this hump and get involved. Okay. Let's go to Ryan Wagner. Ryan, how are you? Ryan Wagner. Okay. Anyone here who's new? On the bottom, you'll see a little thing called reactions. Please raise your hand. So we can have the you know honor of you 
uh, sharing who you are. Let's go to Irma Candelori. Irma Candelori. Irma, how are you? We're waiting for Irma. Sastri Maharaj. Sastri Maharaj. Okay. How are you, Irma? Hello? You're unmuted. Okay. Sastri Maharaj. Okay. Someone's two people are on their phone. I'm going to unmute you guys from a 415 number and a 760. You have to hit star six to unmute yourself. Um, okay. We can go to uh, Ralph Lewis. Ralph, how are you? Ralph Lewis. Oh, God. Who's that? Oh, go ahead. Someone from 760. Hello. Okay, people are not able hello. to use. Yeah, go ahead. How are you? Uh, hello. Good. Where are you from? Palm Springs, California. Oh, good. How'd you find out about us and what brings you here? Oh, well, you'll laugh at this, but I was watching a Bobby Kennedy thing and then uh, a little snippet of you popped up right in the middle of it. I was like, That's oh, good. okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was quite funny. And then I just kept... Uh, looking you up and going to all your different things and very impressed. And you're out of California? Yeah, in Palm Springs, Southern California. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, in the chat, I don't know if you can chat into this, but Crystal, you may just want to get um, their number, Crystal and or uh, Maria Canistra, who's out in California, one of our leaders will be in touch with you. But get oh, okay. look, Booby Kennedy, is created by the storm at this moment to basically mislead people. That's why he was created. Exactly. And it's exactly why he exists. And if we didn't exist exposing him, him and Trump would just have the run of the litter, you know? And, yeah, it looks like. And they would once again manipulate people. But what's, right. your, what's your first name? Uh, Janice. Janice. Janice, good to have you. I'm glad you're hey, here. Well, thank you. Yeah, yep. me too. Thanks. So much. Yep. Crystal will be in touch with you. Um, who do we have here? Diane Bodie. Diana Bodie. Or Diane Bodie. Sorry. Hi. Hi, Diane. How are you? I'm fine. I'm in Park City, Utah. Uh -huh. I've been watching you for a while. And um, you're very unusual and special. Well, very. that's very sweet of you. Um, and what do you do out there? I'm the executive director of Another Way School, and I just wrote you a great big long text, but since I'm on, I guess I can tell you. Can you see me? I can. I'm a bit of a techno peasant, um, and we've been having trouble with, they're putting in new lines out here, so um, sometimes our power goes out and we can't get through. So we've tried really hard to connect and yeah, I can't. Uh, but most importantly, we can hear you. So it's good. We can hear, okay. you, hear you clearly. Um, I stumbled on you serendipitously um, and was fascinated with your mind and what you're presenting. I'm 
one of the I'm 82 I was born in 1942 I will be in 42 raised on one of the last the old working ranches and have had life experiences that are really unusual and I'm very concerned at this point about what's happening here in Park City we are the playground of the elite here now it used to be a sleepy little ski town and it's morphing into something really unusual. Um, changing the focus from working with children, 20 years here at another way, and we will be working with adults and to wake them up, wake ourselves up, really. Clean ourselves up is the focus so that we can do the one right thing in the moment. I love your mind. I would like to modify uh, your for unlawful carnal knowledge, which I used all the time. Um, but you are you, and I love your mind, and I want to learn more. I'm one of your warrior scholars, so I will be starting with you, and a Dr. number of women here will also. Diane, you don't sound 82. You sound like you're about 20. <laughs> I, I'm not aging the normal way. And that's, we'll talk at some point. We will be meeting here. Uh, indigenous skills have been the um, heavy focus here, indigenous skills, Norwegian, we freely leave Montessori, horses and skiing um, uh -huh. was the foundation for our children. And um, we are going to be bringing first about 12 to 15 women in who are really concerned about what's going on in this country and realizing most people have no idea what is going on with the constitution. They know nothing about the founding fathers. They know nothing about their history. They know next to nothing about the history of indigenous people here. So we're gonna be putting on workshops and I would like to keep you as part of us. Great. Work and with help you in any way we can because you are a major shit disturber and what you're stirring up is important and we have to wake up because this is a government of foreign by the people. And if we don't wake up, it's over. Diane, do the following. Connect with Crystal and Heather, because uh, Heather's out on the West Coast. And um, first of all, help us get on the ballot in Utah. It's something very, okay. and then you can wire what we're doing, you know, with what, what you're doing there, right? Because mm -hmm. any child, anyone should learn system science. We've made it. When you go through the course, you can give it away to as many. By the way, this is a general to anyone. You can give it away to a million kids. You can give it away to any kid in Utah. Okay? Absolutely free. So get involved. And and two things, you know, finish up the course, but help us be one of our leaders there to help us get on the ballot. We will. The women that are here are really, really powerful. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, Okay, I, I won't say any more. We'll just communicate, right. Crystal. You can look up anotherwayschool.org. We're not working with the children in the academic program. I cut it out. Oh, so, I Crystal. Stopped that yes. Yes, because sir. I felt that we needed that we I'm a Montessori, my master's degree is in Montessori from St. Mary's College in Moraga. And I realized, wait a minute, there's something really wrong here. Uh, I've gone as far as I can go, and now there's a different focus here. So, yeah, we'll help you. Yeah, we'll help. 
Yeah, so this My is- friend Carla Davis is already distributing information all over Cortez. <laughs> Great. Colorado, so you're right. on the map here. <laughs> Thanks, Diane. Get involved. Get the bumper sticker. Get involved. Good to have you. I will. Um, let's go over to... Um, sorry, I don't mean to cut off people, but um, just in the interest of time... Um, have I gotten everyone, Crystal, John? Um, some of you haven't said hello. hello. At least say, uh, who's that? Bruce. Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Sorry, how are you doing? Everyone, Bruce, 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 why don't you introduce yourself? Bruce is out of Arizona. Bruce, let people know who you are. I'm old buddy from yours from a long time ago. We, 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 we've been hanging out for quite a while. Uh, I live now in Arizona, and I'm, I'm really excited about what you're working on right now. Yeah, Bruce is our leader in Arizona, him and his wife. Um, I know, uh, I haven't heard, uh, Bruce and I touched base, but I reconnected with Bruce about two years ago. Bruce and I together built a company called Echo Mail. Bruce, Bruce grew up where? Bruce, you grew up in Louisiana, right? New Orleans. New Orleans, with a single mom, in a, literally in the ghettos of Louisiana, and then made it to MIT. And um, so Bruce is quite special, and Bruce can solve any problem. And, um, but Bruce is in Arizona. So Bruce is going to help us in Arizona. Yes. Right. Excited to do so. Bruce, how many people know us in Arizona? Uh, literally every, everyone I've encountered. Yeah. Uh, uh, ask me if I know you. Yeah, a good number of people know you. Here. Yeah. So that's a problem uh, to everyone listening. The problem they have is in 2020, we got our name out there. So they literally have to go and do this invisibility. But that's why it's really important. Arizona is going to be really important, Bruce. Um, mm -hmm. Connect with Crystal and she'll uh, uh, help uh, help you help us get signatures. Okay. Great. Thanks, Bruce. Good to see you. Okay, let's go to Anna Zillow. Hi, Dr. Shiva. Hi, everybody. I'm Hi, Anna. Brand new here. I just heard your interview with Alex Zek yesterday. Oh, so, yeah. Yes, brand new. And I was working with Alec in Virginia as a leader for Health Freedom for Humanity, one of his uh, past organizations before he had to restructure. And now I'm with his The Way Forward. So when I heard him talking to you, it resonated with me. The way you speak, it's just my husband said, that, hey, this guy sounds like you. <laughs> so, oh, really? That's yeah, excellent. I definitely. I would love to be involved. And uh, I'm speaking with Crystal tomorrow. So we'll take oh, great. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for all you do. And where are you out of right now? In of course, in Virginia, Leesburg, Virginia. It's in suburbs, in Washington, D.C. suburbs. Okay. Yeah. So you're sort of near the, the swarm there. That's it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The swamp, but it's part of the swarm. Yeah, Anna, get involved. We need uh, people like you. Get involved. Go through the training and mm -hmm. get involved. To everyone listening, homework assignment, as I've told people, Anna, is you guys made it this far, go through the program and then connect with people locally. We have leaders. Um, by the end of 2024, we're going to have a powerful global organization in every country. Um, we have close to half a million people now in 120 countries, but we want to deepen it and we want to give everyone opportunity to become leaders, uh, embrace this and help other people. That's what this is about. So help us help you to help yourself and the world. That's what this is about. So great to have you, Anna. Um, let me wrap up with Kim Fisher.
And if anyone else has any questions, I have the chat. I don't know if there's any questions we're seeing here that are important to answer, but any, go ahead, Anna. I'm sorry. Uh, Kim. Go ahead, Kim Fisher. Oops, we lost. What happened to Anna? Or, or sorry, Kim. Can someone get Kim? She had her hand up for a while. Kim Fisher. Constance Nagy is new. I think we pretty much got everyone. All right, everyone. Yeah, uh, no. Oh, go ahead, Kim. Can you, can you hear me? Question? Yeah. Yeah, I have I have one last question, and you're going to hate me for asking this, but what do you think of Ron DeSantis? I mean, he seems like a good government governor, uh, but um, you know, is he part of the swarm? Can you explain? Why? Because I've been supporting him until okay. I found out about you. Yeah. So have you gone through the program? Oh, no, not yet. I'm just new. I just got it the other day. But here's the I'm... deal. Okay. Whenever people ask me this question, you know, I'll spend two hours going through the analysis. We can do that. But at a certain point, I need you. The reason I put the course together is because once you go through the fundamentals, you will have the tools to understand why Ron DeSantis, who he is. So first of all, Ron DeSantis didn't say anything in 2020, Kim, okay? The litmus test you should use of a leader is, did they do the right thing at the right time? Is that clear? But he did take it back oh, later. Okay, but but wait, wait. Okay. Um, Forget him as an individual. The principle is, do you do the right thing at the right time? Okay? All right. I, I would say yes. Okay. But but it's maybe the second best, you know? Okay. So let's just stop right there. Um, Jenny Smith is in here. Jenny Smith is one of our leaders in Florida. They were on the ground from 2018, 19, 20, building the movement there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ron DeSantis, the only reason he decided to do something was to keep elements of the Republican wing supporting him. But when you say he sort of did the right thing, the reason that curve, Kim, is in that thing, and you got to really get this, okay? You, you know the curve I shared, right? Kim, were you here in the beginning of the conversation? Uh, no, I was like, I was in the breakout group, so I missed it. I'm sorry. Okay. So if you look at this curve, and again, I don't want to go through all of this right now, but the entire discussion, it's probably a good way to end this, began with this curve. Do you remember this curve? Yes. Mm -hmm. What does that red line show, Kim? Uh, yeah, it shows the United States wasn't doing very well. No, but what is this curve? It's a life expectancy, right? Right. Do you see it's going upside down? Yeah. But see, DeSantis says, you know, he went against it and he hired Joseph Latipo and all that shit. It doesn't, it doesn't and, matter what, no, no, just, just go back. Okay. Okay. You see this curve, right? Yeah. Take it very logically. 
who is responsible for this curve? Trump and Fauci and, and all the governors that supported it. Yeah, but look at the years that it goes back to. What's the year that it starts? Oh, you're right. It's before 2020. Yeah. yeah what year does it start? Well, I, I can't see it exactly. 1980, uh, okay? Uh, oh, oh, you're saying when it started beginning. Yeah. Yes, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. Right, so who was the president in 1980? Uh, Reagan. Reagan. Reagan, okay? Yeah, Reagan. Who was the president in 1988? George Herbert Walker Bush, right? Oh, yeah. Who was the president after that? Clinton. Who was the president after that? Bush. Who was the president after that? Obama. Who was the president after that? Trump. Who was the president after that? Biden. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't matter who's in office, okay? For God's sake, get this principle clear because I've been beating this down everyone's throat for months now or years. This curve is not caused by the left or the right. It is caused by all of them. Get it? I know. Left, right wing. Yeah. It's a systems problem. Now, you can go to this curve right here and you can look at a little sliver of it. Okay? 2020. Well, how long has DeSantis been the governor of Florida? Well, is that you? That's U.S. though. Yeah, right. but you can go look at this curve in Florida. I can do the curve in Florida, okay? Yeah. Okay? So, look, the fundamental thing is, Kim, if you haven't gone through the course, I don't have time to convince you, and that's neither my job nor my duty. The job is for you to convince yourself and understand. Well, yeah, fair enough. I haven't. I'm not I, here. I, I, to, I haven't gone through the course yet. I'm not here sure, to do... I'm sorry. The bottom yeah. line is, because I'll spend two hours here ripping apart DeSantis, okay? <laughs> okay. But he may be a nice guy. He may have said all the things in 2021, but that's irrelevant. What is going to change that curve? But he seems to be a decent governor okay. of Florida, uh, you know? Right. You should go vote for him then and hang out. No, with him. I don't. Oh, what I'm do trying that. to tell you is. The following, okay? Okay. This curve here is not about DeSantis or not DeSantis. Do you get it? Yeah. I hear you. Do you have any children? A 35-year-old son. Okay. Per this curve, your son is going to have a shorter lifespan than you. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't caused. That's been a systems problem. And you thinking that you're going to vote for the lesser of two evils is the evil. All right. And DeSantis, I know, just like in I know, you know, but you want to figure out an easy way. It's like trying to say, well, you know, I don't have to do the homework. I'm going to just smooth my way to talk to the teacher and she's going to give me an A. It doesn't work that way. You got to do the homework. And the homework is what we haven't been doing for 80 years, 60 years. And that's what this is about. This is about solving the problem. DeSantis ain't going to solve the fucking problem. 
He's not here at this meeting. In 2020, he didn't do shit. He waited until 2021. After Big Pharma had already made $100 billion, Pfizer alone. So you got to understand, when did these people do anything or say anything? And the only reason he kept Florida open, he said, shit, I need tax, I need revenue because that's the way we get travel revenue. He doesn't want to solve the big pharma problem. He doesn't want to solve the systemic problem. So you got to keep that in mind. If you are in 2023 and you experience a pandemic and you want to keep fucking around with this system, please go vote for Trump and DeSantis and hang around with all these people and you're going to get insanity again. But if you had, if, if, if something got knocked the sense into you in 2020 and you made it this far, you can't go all the way up to the finish line and then say, well, I'm going to turn back the other way. You can't do that. That's a disservice to you. That's where we're at, everyone. And um, But I'm not here to convince you. Some people may need to hang around with the swarm and go through the suffering. You may need to suffer. And I'm not here to not give you the lesson of suffering, okay? Um, it's up to you. But if you look past at this graph and you would have heard the same things for the last 40 years, you know? And look where we're at. So it's up to you. If you're an adult and you have kids, do the right thing. If you want to find a shortcut, then be the D minus student who copies, you know, homework assignments and hands it in. You haven't learned anything. I'm sure DeSantis is a nice fellow. Trump is a nice fellow. I hung out with him for two hours. He gave me a beautiful gift. And as I ran out, he was so impressed. He gave me another beautiful gift. And he said, you're amazing. Thank you. It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Okay? All right? You know the scorpion and the frog story, right? Everyone knows that story, right? All right. Here's the scorpion and the frog story. There's a river. On one bank of the river is a frog. There's a scorpion next to him. And, and the scorpion says, look, I got to get across the river. Will you please let me ride on your back to the frog? The frog says, no fucking way. You're going to sting me. The scorpion says, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. He goes, please, I got to get across the river. Frog says, no way. You're going to sting me. Anyway, this goes on for several hours. Finally, the frog caves in. And he says, okay, I'm going to give you a ride on my back. So the frog is, you know, giving the scorpion on the ride. They're almost at the other end of the bank. And guess what the scorpion does? Stings the frog and kills him. And as the frog is dying, he goes, wait a minute. You said you wouldn't do that. He goes, look, I'm a scorpion. And what scorpions do, we sting frogs. And we sting you, okay? Get it through your head, guys. These guys are part of the swarm. They're going to do what they are doing. That's how they got there. They're not going to do stuff in your interest. If anything they do in your interest at a small time frame, it's just to give you, keep you connected. But they're not going to solve the systemic issues. If you look at this curve again and you have any sense of this, this is done by design. They want to eliminate you. They do not want you and your children to live long. This is not something that happens without design, 
Okay, this is by design. So you can follow the evolutionary cycle and be wiped out, or you can evolve and you can get smart and you can fight. It's really up to you. What we're offering you is an evolutionary, a revolutionary and an evolutionary path to change that curve. But it's up to you. History will be done by what you decide and by the collective enough people doing it. But there's no one forcing you to do any of this. But all of these people in the swarm have gotten there by being the swarm. And if Ron DeSantis is sincere, then he will come to this course and he will become part of this movement. But if he isn't, he's going to fake his way through the stuff and he's going to get the same result. So that's where we're at. All right, everyone, it was a pleasure. Great questions. And remember, next week, bring a lot more people here. And remember, your friends and your family deserve this knowledge. They deserve this shortened path to success. It's a, it's going to take some work, but there is no other shortcut. Thank you, everyone. Be well. Have a good night. Again, go get your flyers. Download them. Hand them out. Get your bumper stickers. And... Um, uh, uh, get in many. Uh, Michael Borda, did you want to say anything? You're in Australia. We may have spoken before. Sorry. Uh, hi, Doctor Shiva. No, um, yeah, I've I've attended a few of these before, but oh, okay. A, yeah, so, the first time I've actually spoken directly to you. So, um, yeah. you just want to say hello before we sign off? You can take thirty seconds. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to miss. Yeah, yeah, no, that's all right. It's all good. Um, you know, busy with work and things like that. So yeah, I've been following for a while now, and I'm just glad to be here, I guess. And yeah, don't want to keep you. So um, yes, yeah, so uh, connect, connect we'll with talk Tony next time. Connect with Tony Pierce, okay? Yep. And um, Crystal will connect you up with him, okay? Yep. But good to have you. You know, Australia is very, very important. Uh, you guys have been devastated by what's gone on in many, many ways. Yeah. Exactly. But a lot of people are have heard about our movement and um you know need to be mobilized. Good to have you, Michael. All right. Good. Be well. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Be the light. And look, let's get on the ground and win this fight. Thank you. Be well.